afford to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And Murray, what have we been doing for about the last 20 minutes? Watching you sweat your balls off oh because you couldn't get this thing going and you've got listeners working. in the room got waiting for you. Room. It's, a, it's a complete look. I don't know how this term goes, but it's a complete sausage party here tonight. Yeah, I think that's right. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had seven guys and, and a male dog. Yeah, who's eating sausages? Yeah, right now. So we literally got uh, we had six and a half uh, penises in the room. Sausages. No, uh, no ladies here yet. Because no. if they were, we wouldn't be talking one like this. Right now, we're gentlemen. We'd be gentlemen. But uh, we'd be yeah. doffing our hats. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'd be standing up as they enter the room. Absolutely, we'd be bowing, Malada. So we got a bunch of people here. They're going to be not a bunch, a handful. Got a handful of people. How much pizza do I have? Do I have enough pizza? I am so I'm I didn't eat anything all day. I'm Keep so glad it. there's pizza. It's finally. Two giant pizzas. I've been doing this podcast for 6 years. I finally, finally get got food. food. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> all right, so we're doing an all vinyl episode tonight and we couldn't get the we couldn't get the music to play in stereo. It was only coming through one Headphone jack. And we're looking at 40-minute delay. A 40-minute delay. Uh, I was guilty of 20 because I, I ran it. I, I was literally about ready to call it. Like, I thought, sure. I'm not going to get it working. Yeah. And look, we're not playing music now. It might not work right. when if, I go to try it again. Thank God most people live near here, right? Uh, Jeff Close? Tateson from out of town. Mikey, you're not too far away. West gets a ride with me. He's okay. a freeloader. Uh, Aaron, you're close by. And is Kurt or Curtis? Kurt. Kurt. Kurt's Van Eyes, man. Is it short for Curtis? Yes. It is. So I was right either way. Yes. We got a new, brand new listener. He, how many episodes did you tell me you listened to? I'm about a uh, half dozen in. Oh, wow. A half dozen in, and already he wants to come and meet us. Wow, look at that. Are you starting from the recent episodes and going back or jumping all around? Over all over the place. He's all over the place. So he doesn't, he doesn't know the history. He doesn't know the inside jokes. He's going to be on mic, right? Doesn't know the call. He's going to be on mic. Well, Should I say talk it? to him about that when he gets on mic. I'll what are you going to talk to him about? You Van Eyes? I'll save it. All right. I'm a professional broadcaster. Sure you are. <laughs> uh, all right, so we, should we get this thing? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the subject? What's the topic? The topic's vinyl. We're just playing vinyl. Well, I'm saying that for the listeners. Oh, it's an all-vinyl episode. There you go. <laughs> we got a brand new turntable. Where's my phone? Could you hand, hand, Where's my phone? Here it is, right behind me. All right. Pat, do, a brand you, new do you need turntable? to take a breath, buddy, and get, and catch your, get your... I'm a little... Out of, I'm a little out of sorts well, because it was uh, a huge delay, and I could tell you were stressing. Yeah. But everybody here's cool with it. Everybody's chill. Yeah, everybody's fine. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. We're a bunch of fucking music nerds. What else were we doing on a Saturday night? All right. Well, first of all, I have to tell you that the good people at U Turn Audio sent us this wonderful turntable. Fantastic. And I said, "Well, I'll mention it when we use it." And they said, "Great." So my contact person there was Ben Carter. And he said, uh, you know, yeah, we can do this. What color do you want? Oh, I didn't know they come in different colors. Yes, yes. That's and I said, I said, I want the red. And then I went online. I was like, oh, I don't really like the red. So then I had to send him another email and go, could it be blue? Oh, like a child. I know. So the, the blue one's good, though. And it's got a top, but I took the top off because I thought it would be clunky. It's a very interesting uh, turn system you have there. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's, it's a, not a direct drive. It uses this... Uh, pulley system? Is that belt. right? It's a belt. I bet Dr. West would know what that is. All I know is that if West Anthony stops running, the turntable will stop playing. <laughs> okay, so, keep, keep so keep stay on the wheel. Stay on the stay wheel. Stay on the wheel, West. <laughs> uh, but no, it's really, it's really cool. It's got... It's, it's, it's oh, a, and it's a nice pad. Oh, yeah, like, if you lift this up... 
That's clear. Oh, the table the table itself is clear. It's clear. That's want, that's a cool. Are you going to take a picture? What are you looking up? You looking up information? I'm just texting. So, um, yeah, no, so I want to get a good picture of it. That's clear. And who's it, the gentleman? Uh, it's Ben Carter. Ben Carter, if you're listening. Hey, the Murr needs a turntable. Yeah, the Murr needs to buy a turntable. What? I actually have one, but it's old. It's like 1960s. I would like it. 1960s? Like yeah. All right, look at this. He's taking a picture with his uh, phone. I'd like, I'd like the technology we got. We got a turntable. We had picture phones. I would like one of those. Those are very nice. I like it a lot. Mine, mine is, mine's, you know, it's, uh, Mary had, has had it for, mm-hmm. you know, she's a. Who's Mary? My wife. Okay. Well, let people know who you're talking about. Sorry. My wife, Mary has had it forever. She's a collector of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's all in one. It's got the speakers and the thing. So it's really cool to look at. It's like a, a console like that yeah. my parents would have had. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's from the sixties or the fifties. It's mid century. And but it sound sucks because it's from the fifties to the sixties, but it looks awesome. But your your parents wouldn't have had one because you weren't allowed to play music. Oh, in your absolutely house. not. Oh no, we and did. We Jeff, did. you weren't allowed to play music in your house either. You and Murr have a lot in common. Yes. <laughs> Is I your also, dad a preacher? I also met my wife at almostthesamename.com. <laughs> 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 Murray and Mary, it's adorable, isn't it? Don't you want to fucking puke? Okay. Yeah. Pat and Pilar. Oh, of course. Yeah. Hilarious. Same thing. Wait, was your dad a preacher? I forget. Yes. Yeah, we should do like a PK tour, man. You guys should do a, like a preacher tour. What's PK mean? Preacher's, Preacher's kid. kid. Yeah, you guys should do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not right now, Jeff. Please sit down. Jeff Tate's in the house. Uh, I'm coming over here. Are you just going to sit on mic? Yeah. All right. Jeff's got a gig tonight, right? Yeah. I, got, uh, I came a long way. <laughs> Listen, Pat, if I wanted to not know how to make a podcast work, I would have done my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I'm going to start. I'm going to play, play a tune. All right. I'm going to start us off. Right. Now, look, th- look, I bought this today. Oh, nice. Ramon's End of the Century. Read, read, read the rundown on that label for me, Murray. What does that say? 180 gram, limited, class- limited edition, classic LP, high definition premium virgin vinyl, pressing for super fidelity. The nicest thing you can do for your stylus and your ears. The ultimate record. The way music meant to be heard. Wow. And great enough... For an audiophile. Holy crap. What? Was that bad? The worst live reader ever. Oh, come on. You know I hate reading in public. <laughs> how, mu- how much is 180 grams? I don't know. It's, I got 14 grams yesterday for about 60 bucks. <laughs> this was, uh, was $22.99. Now, here, now, now, look, vinyl people out there, you can't see what's going on. But you know why I'm pissed off about this? Why? All right. I open it up, and this is the sleeve. Now, I had this album back in the day. This, wasn't the, this is a plain white paper sleeve for people that can't... Uh, can't see because right. this is an audio show. Uh, this now it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it wasn't earlier. It wasn't earlier. <laughs> this uh, there used to be a picture sleeve with the with the lyrics. Now is this what is this what vinyl in 2019 has given me? It's not a big market, man. I'm mad about this. It's not a big market out there anymore. All right, I'm going to queue up a song anyway. So this is the Ramones. This is the Ramones. This is End of the Century, produced by Phil Spector, and I'm going to play a tune called The Return of Jackie and Judy. If I can queue it up. It's hard to see. $22.99, dude. That's a terrible cue. I can't even see. Cueing these things are going to suck, right? Yep. How about that? (laughs) Bouncing around. Holy shit. There we go. Got it. Got it first time. (laughs) First try. Jackie is a 
sounds good, right, Jeff? Yeah, it's uh, it's the classic Ramones song. If you don't like this song, you don't like the Ramones. Yeah, absolutely. I can't and tell. It's refer- and it's referencing another Ramones song. That's true. <laughs> All right, I'm fading it down. 1980. 1980. Produced by Phil Spector. Phil Spector held them in the in the studio with a gun. Shout out, people. I walk on stage to Judy's a punk. That's the song I walk on stage to. That's the. This is the return. This is the return of Jack and Judy. Of said Judy. This this album actually looks a little warped when it was spinning on there. It's bye bye Johnny. (laughs) This thing might go back. I might be taking this back to CD Trader tomorrow. Well, you already mucked it up with the. You got your fingerprint grease on it. I think I scratched it all up. Maybe a little. Isn't that what the kids do? Scratch. I was doing a little scratching. (laughs) Come on, you know that's not what the kids do, Pat. I think I. You know know that's not what they do. (laughs) Don't pretend to be older than you are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a couple other things I need to tell you about this. We're having a platter party. That's what Daryl Asher wanted me to call this. Okay. A platter party. Right. I don't know about that. Right. Uh, You know Daryl Asher, king of cool. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know Daryl? I know him from kicking the shit out of me on Words with Friends. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that guy knows all the words. Yeah. All the words. Yeah. All the words. Well, then why is he using platter party if he knows know. all the words? It's because he knows those. He knows uh, <laughs> those two are worth a lot. Like you can platter party both words. Yeah, all those right. letters that get a lot of points. They would get a lot of points. Speaking of Words with Friends, what I just re-downloaded it again. Okay, and now I've only have these like weird, bizarre one-on-one. Uh, games. What do you mean? Like weird, bizarre one-on-one games. Like it's just like, and you get four moves each. Maybe you need to update your. Uh, maybe you need to update oh, you're your app. You're playing the. Uh, you're doing the solo game. Yeah. yeah. How do I get out of that? Yeah. Or is know. that just a different app? Are you? Let me see your phone. Is this words with friends talk or is it a vinyl platter party? <laughs> I didn't come here. I didn't drive come all the here way from Van Nuys to, to listen to people talk about words with friends. What do you do? Are you gonna update his app? No, I'm just gonna show him that you're not like. Do you play? Like, yeah. Here's a bunch of games where. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. What's he doing? Is there a bunch of games he's not playing? Years old. I just downloaded that. I know, but they're all right there. Like they're all right there. They're all right there. There's a bunch of games against real people. Yeah, look, there's my picture. I'm playing right now. All right, I just got uh, words with friends shamed. That's well, no, no, no. You didn't get words with friends shamed. You got phone shamed. Oh, okay. I just passed uh, for you for my next. So I'm going to get two turns in a row now. All right. (laughs) So Daryl Asher, he was he was at my house a couple weeks ago. He bought me a pair of speakers, and he bought me uh, he brought me a, a receiver. Okay. I couldn't get that receiver to work. Jerry Rice. And, and from, from what I did here tonight, you can imagine, I could not get that Seriously. receiver to work. So then he, he bought me a brand new receiver, and that's Darryl what we're using tonight. Yeah. All that he works with that friends money? All that words with friends money. I so thank you, Daryl Asher. Been gambling. I would bet I, we played for ten thousand dollars a game. No, no, that's I way lost, too much. I lost everyone. That's probably paid for that's way that. too yeah. much. I mean, thank you. you're All welcome. Right. So Murray, you're first in the seat. Then Jeff, he came over here. He wasn't invited. He just All snuck right. over here. But uh, what do you want to play? What do you got for uh, us? What did you bring? Well, let's. You bring, told me you didn't have a lot of vinyl. I don't. I have my. I left all my vinyl when I moved out of my parents' house, and then my dad sold it when he moved. What a dick! Totally. I mean, he's um, a great guy. No, nah, he's a dick. Okay. Uh, he, uh, I actually had a few Apple uh, 45s that he sold with the Apple on oh, it. Oh, with the, you mean like... Uh, From Apple like, Corp? Like MacBook Pro, Apple? Apple, Apple Records. Oh, Apple oh Records. you mean the yeah, Beatles. little thing called oh, the Beatles. Oh, Badfinger. So what yes. is this? I know who you're talking about. Oh, this, look at this. This is sent to us from one Joel Cohen. Okay, so this from is... From the, the guy who wrote Garfield? <laughs> no, the other Joel no, Cohen, the brother guy. of Ethan Cohen. Oh. Uh, this is from the Cohen brothers' uh, last movie, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And now, what, what's your association with this movie? Uh, Mary. That's your wife. My wife was a costume designer for this movie. 
Has she worked with the Coen Brothers before? She's done every Coen Brothers movie since Fargo. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Would, so you, we, would you buy, would you, whatever happens to stuff like that, uh, the bowling pin headdress from uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, where it's would, funny you should ask where that. Where would someone find that? Uh, in my garage what? or uh, on my head on my Instagram. Oh, terrific. <laughs> so what do we got? Uh, let's tw- play the, this, the song that was, this movie is only nominated for two Oscars this year. Yes. Costume uh, design. Costume design, my Congratulations. wife. Congratulations. And uh, song. What's which, it like having that Academy Award in your house? Oh, she didn't win, Pat. Oh, Don't I'm be sorry. an asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you point out that she hasn't won three times? It'd be a real dick. Is it, has it been three? It's been three. I thought it was four. Three. Oh, she's gonna win. Extra ass. Oh, it's all a matter of time. I root harder than anyone for um, this to happen. This, I want to come to your house and hang my coat on an Oscar. Yeah. That's what you do with it, right? You yeah, make you a coat, it, yeah, coat yeah. hook out of it. Yeah. What do you get? What track? Uh, go track eight. Oh, this is crazy. How many tracks are on? <laughs> How many tracks are on? Are you kidding me? I wanted to go with the uh, with the nominated song. Okay, how many tracks are on this side? You're going to be about uh, 11 from the back. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. I think it's here. I think so, too. It took me hard to find. It was hard to find when I got there, when get, I got it today. Okay, I'm going to get the light just right. I'm going to get this. This should be When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings, performed by Willie Watson from uh, Old Crow Medicine Show and uh, Tim Blake Nelson. But I believe it's written by uh, Gillian Welsh and David Rawlings. And that was the that was tail the end of the other song. I got it, didn't I? You got it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cue it Let up with the sound. Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes. Let me tell you, buddy, and it won't be long. So you find yourself singing your last cowboy song. Yippee-ki-yi-yi when the roundup ends. Yippee-ki-yi-yi and the campfire dims. Yippee-ki-yi-yi, he shouts and he sings. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. That sounds real. That sounded better than that. Phil Spector is not a very good producer because this sounded way better than that. Oh, well, this is uh, Carter Burwell producing, I believe. I mean, Phil Spector was probably worried he was going to get caught for one of those murders. <laughs> True. <laughs> Did that, he do more than one? Who knows? He got caught. I mean, once you get him for one. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is that an album you can buy or is that a collector's item? I do not know. I just know it was sent to us. Well, it's so great that you're going to give that away to one of the listeners. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I, I, no, that's not no, going to happen. Not gonna okay. happen. No, that's not going right. to happen. As a matter of fact, if anything happens to this, my wife will kill me. Look at you. I like how you take. You're very oh, gingerly yeah. putting it in. I'm, the sur- I'm honestly, I'm surprised Mary let me take it tonight. I'll be honest. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tell her I f- fucking scratched it up. <laughs> she can't win that Oscar. <laughs> and I'm so mad. You want to put it on the floor so that when I'm, you I'm step, you right step there. right on it? No, I'm not going to leave it right there. All right. I think All it's right. pretty cool that she was nominated. Absolutely. It's amazing that she's nominated. Three times she's been nominated. Three times. That's pretty impressive. And, and the people that are more talented win every time. It's what are, ridiculous. <laughs> what, are <the> other, <laughs> what are the other movies she was nominated for? Here we go. True Grit. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. I never thought about that. True. She only does old timey clothes. Oh yeah. And then La La Land, which La is La Land, not, not old timey, not old timey. Right. So it's True Grit, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and La La Land. And La La Land. Yes. Damn. Damn. And we had. I think we had the best time this year. 
Because uh, we got front row for Queen when they you, opened yes, the Oscars. Yes, you were in the front row fantastic. and uh, Queen plus Adam Lambert. Right, right, sure. But we, everybody's eyes were on Brian May. Nobody was watching Lambert. <laughs> no. You weren't watching uh, Roger Taylor? Old, old drummer? Couldn't see him. Couldn't see him? He's Brian on, May. Excuse me on the kit. What else? What's next? No, what no, no let's leave it. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we want to one of mine. I easy get to now. Uh, calm down. You're like a kid at Christmas that wants to open all his gifts in a row. You got to take turns, Jeff. Right. Yeah, wait, what do you, who do you think just picked a song? <laughs> Murray did. Yeah, so it's my turn. All right. Yeah. Wait, you brought vinyl from Cincinnati? He, no, no, he I, bought it up the street. Oh, that's cool, you. I'm gifting it to the show. Oh, yeah. that's really We're nice. We're going to give it away to yeah, one, of yeah, one of the listeners. Oh, that I'll is very cool. It. I'll sign it. Look, look. Well, don't, 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 don't devalue wait, it. Wait, it's one of your albums? No. <laughs> <laughs> is your comedy album on vinyl? No. Did you think about that for a second? No. No. Why do I want to have a ton of those in my office? How's your eyesight? Do you need readers? Uh, probably. Kurt, what about you? Do you wear some type of a glasses? Oh, yeah. Aaron, what about your eyes? Nope. Terrific. What about you? Wes, you wear glasses, right? Yeah, you're right. But wait, how, Aaron, how old are you? 41. Yeah, give it three years. Yeah, three years. Right? And you're, you're Beats, done. you wear glasses? Uh, I can have about Okay. Right. That's right. a lot of information. Yeah, just, I, was that a yes or a no? I, uh, I think, I think he, he wears them. Motorcycle. motorcycle. Okay. All right. And the ones there, those are prescriptions? These are prescriptions. Absolutely. Okay. What do we got? Tell us what we're listening to, Jeff. This album is called Meta Modern Sounds in Country Music. Oh. And uh, it's by Sturgill Simpson. Yes. Right. I like Sturgill Simpson. And just, uh, you know, just to make it easy, why don't we just, we could either start it at the beginning or you can play track three. What would you rather, because I'm going to do this no matter what. I got to get good at it. I say... Um, I mean, if you really want to get the vibe of it, started at the beginning. Yeah, like, just right. started at the yeah. And I'd like to point out that I listened to this show. Yeah. So if you want to gift that to me, I'd love that. Well, there'll be a contest, and whoever wins it wins it. Okay. Whoever raises their hand first. I mean, Murray can have it. <sighs> it was I, fast. I mean, can give it to Murray. What's this song called? <laughs> this song's called. I like that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> well, that was short. I've seen Jesus play with flames. I want this. Fire. I was standing. Met the devil in Seattle. Spent nine months inside the lion's den. Met Booty yet another time. Showed me a glowing light within. But I swear that God was there Every time I go to the eyes of my best friend Since my son, it's all been done Someday Is that good? Yeah, yeah Fade it down? I mean, you got a, you got a nice idea of what it's like I love that right. Do you want me to, ju- want me to jump good, to track uh, three? Sure Might as good, well It's good uh, country music about DMT and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Psychedelic mushrooms and opening your mind and I love everything What's this one called? This one's called Living the Dream. Living the Dream. Say that in the microphone. Living the Dream. Good job. Walking around, living the dream. Anytime I take no It's the title. Till the truth comes bubbling up song bittersweet. There's no punk getting out of bed. Like me. 
So good, man. I'm, my, I'm embarrassed to say my Sturgill Simpson knowledge is limited. I loved his cover of In Bloom uh, he, he released a couple years ago. But, oh, that is great. Yeah, this is the second album. This is uh, like, it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of work. I like, love it. Now, be careful with your elbows on the table tonight because, you know, if you, if you I don't, shake you it. bump it, yeah. Yeah, you know, skip. Skip. You, your elbow that. slipped off the table two seconds ago. Did it skip? It didn't because it's a great turntable from U-Turn Audio. Thank you, Ben <laughs> Carter. <laughs> Go to U-TurnAudio.com. Not sure if that's the website or not, but... Mm, sure it is. Google U-Turn Audio. You'll find it. That is a fantastic... And a great album cover. It is a great album cover. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just... Yeah. I came And you're going to sign that. Sure, I'll sign it if you want. I, or, you know, maybe <laughs> I will tweet at Sturgill and maybe he'll sign it. Oh, there you go. Oh, do you know him? I know uh, Billy Wayne Davis knows him. <laughs> All right, now you're throwing out... A, what, about, what about Jimmy John... Jimmy John... Billy Wayne Davis. Betty. Billy Wayne Davis Billy is Bob a comedian. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying names. Just putting know, three names together. Room, I know Billy Wayne yeah. Davis. Yeah. What yeah are you just because you retired doesn't mean comedy <laughs> stopped. <laughs> <laughs> One of them still does comedy, and its name is Billy Wayne Davis. Okay, I'm going to jump in here real quick with something. Uh, with something. Uh, this is called a picture disc. Who is yes. that? Ah, Bob Seger. That looks like Jesus Christ. Nope, it's Bob Seger. Oh, Bob Seger. And look who, who's on the what's on the back? That's the Silver Bullet Band. That right. is the disciples, the twelve <laughs> disciples. That's Jesus. What do you think and, of the is, is what do you think of the wardrobe of the uh, of the Silver Bullet Band? God, they, I they love it. They I love all of it. You, you like you like that they're tying their shirts up over their bellies like that? I mean, let it fly, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's the Ain't no point in getting out of bed if you ain't living the dream. Did you just hear the song? Does Does anyone know anything about a picture disc? They don't sound as good as a regular. Boom. I know. That's what uh, you've heard. That's what everyone's heard. Who I can, know that the saxophone player is named Alto Reed. Alto and Reed. That is hilarious. Yes. And, I think saxophone was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the first picture disc was uh, Sticks. Really. I think it was Paradise Theater. I um, believe. It, it sounds like it I might think, be. I, I think. I could be wrong, but it's definitely Who one of the first gives ones. Gives a shit. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are All you right. sure it wasn't the soundtrack to the Dark Crystal? I'm putting Seeger, Seeger's oh, face. Have you been it? looking at my pile of vinyl? I People brought? love that movie like it's not trash. <laughs> I just heard a David Bowie song from that. I like the, the freeform first... conversation tonight about it. Just whatever comes to our mind. I had to Shazam it because I, I reckon I'm like, oh, that's David Bowie. That's a song I never heard, and it's from the Dark Crystal. It's funny you should say that. It happened the other night. Look what's oh, happening right now. Bob right. Seger's getting it. He's off. getting dizzy. He's getting very dizzy. He's for sure going to barf. That's, gonna, that's the most movement he's done in 30 years. I'm going to play this for Lisa Goich because she couldn't be here tonight. Her puppy's a little bit ill, so she's staying home to take care of the pup. And uh, she's from Detroit. And you know Detroit people, they can't get enough of their Bob Seger. So this is, uh, this is Hollywood Nights on Picture Disc. It wasn't Dark Crystal. It was Labyrinth. <laughs> this one's a little scratchy. Mm -hmm. I think the intro is about five minutes long. He's retiring, right? I hope so. She stood there bright as the sun on that California coast. 
this is just a collectible. This isn't what you would really listen to for right. put that on the wall for high fidelity. It's even got a hole in the middle. You put a nail right in the wall, and you slide it right on there. How come it's so scratchy? I don't know. Someone gave this to me as a gift. The grooves are filled up with all that picture. <laughs> now, for my vinyl people, if I played this same song via an MP3, it would sound sweet. You should get that needle of that shitty record. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Now, can I, let me ask my vinyl people out there. Uh, can a can a, a shitty record hurt your needle? It can. Well, then I just fucking ruined the needle. Why didn't uh, you tell me that, Wes? Before I put this, it's Pat. Well, he always true. plays shitty records. Yeah, yeah, I got a whole stack of them. I mean, He's if they're whole... pictured this or like well, uh, give me that. Kiss, like if it's a Kiss record, what? that'll that'll screw it up. What, what are you saying? What are you showing? Me? I'm saying it's a good album. Oh, Hollywood yeah, Nights, yeah, still the same. Album. Old time rock and roll. Yeah. feel like a number. Yes, yeah, Brave Strangers. Yeah, Brave Strangers. Good, famous good final album. scene. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Jeff. I'll hand it to famous you. Famous final scene. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. familiar with that. Oh, it's a great one. I thought it was a movie. Take a look at that. Oh, cool. Uh, don't touch it with your fingers, though. I want it to stay in pristine condition. Like I it won't. <laughs> what do you got next for us, Murray? I got uh, a Mr. Uh, Yusuf Islam. All right. Before he was Yusuf Islam. Oh, no. This guy plays an aggressive acoustic guitar. This is Cat Stevens. Another, th- another one of my wife, Mary's favorite uh, uh, artist, because he's Greek, and my wife is Greek. And she requested... Okay. Now, this, this, looks, this looks like it has super glue on it. She's had it since it came out. So maybe this you, is original, so it's going to sound like shit. Why don't you upgrade this for for the next uh, birthday, anniversary, whatever? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give your wife for a gift? Oh, she's the worst to yeah. buy for, I man. just gave you an easy gift as that, your favorite that's album. A good, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm tell, uh, You're right. An album she has <laughs> look at already. This. Look, look at this. It looks like someone blew their nose on it. I, I hope yeah, that's not. she probably that's remembers Frank. when it happened, and it comes with yeah. a story. And then the one that you go get at Urban Outfitters doesn't have no effing she, story. She can keep this one for the story. Oh, you want to put? You want her to put one, it on the wall? The new one for the fidelity. Yeah. I had to put it on the wall because that's where Barbara blew her nose after I did it. <laughs> win an Oscar for the third time. <laughs> what song are we playing on this? Uh, she requested uh, Moon Shadow or Peace Train, but let's go with Peace Train. What's the easiest one for uh, me It's the last up? one. on the. It should be the last one on the album. Yeah, what Trains. if you played a hard-headed one? Would you guys get divorced? <laughs> if you decided, if you came in and played that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cue this up. This is easy because... Uh, by the way, this is off Teaser and the Fire Cat. Teaser and the Fire What year is this? Oh, boy, I have to say... 2019. <laughs> Let me see, where is 71. That sounds about... Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Remember before the internet... Sounds better than Bob Seger's face did. Does right? About the world at one, and I believe it could be. Well, snot helps. It's going to I do not miss that pops and crackles vinyl. Nineteen seventy-one, Jeff. You're close. Jeff, take... I said nineteen seventy-one. Oh, I think I you said seventy. Close. I was right. All right, I thought you said seventy. 
All right. Jeff, we've been waiting okay. for the I'm a terrible person. Since I get 1971 it. for the peace train to come. When's it getting here? I don't know. You got to ask Cat. <laughs> I mean, come on. It should be here, right? You, you know, know his name his full name is Ketchup. No. <laughs> It's Ketchup Steven. You mean Catsup? Catsup Steven. Okay. First of all, I want to tell you th- uh, this about this uh, this vinyl. It's uh, it's the 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 jacket is very heavy. It's textured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's a winter jacket. It's a gate, if you will. It's, it's a gatefold. It's got a very uh, a very uh, sexy picture of Cat Stevens. Very young Cat Stevens. Yeah. That's a good looking guy, right? Yeah. That could yeah, turn yeah. like if you were in prison and this guy was your cellmate. This could turn you. Dude, you don't have to. You don't have to put it in a place with no options. Like. <laughs> Anybody, like whoever my cellmate is, will turn me. <laughs> uh, Cat but, Stevens could but, turn me at the fucking Galleria. That <laughs> <laughs> is, like, it's, it's a great, the it's a thing. The whole thing's great. The uh, I love everything about Ten Thousand Maniacs covered Peace Train on uh, their. Uh, I forget which album it was. It's the only one you know. All the other albums blow. What, did someone know it? In my tribe. In my tribe. Yeah, in, in my, my tribe. tribe. And then it's not on there. I'm telling the story, Wes. <laughs> not Wes. It's West. Like I the said wild, West. Like I said the wild, West. It sounded like you said Wes. Sorry. Like Sorry. Wild, wild West. Docker. <laughs> it's like Docker. So tell us. So uh, then uh, Yusuf Islam uh, came out to uh, support the death of uh, Salman Rushdie. Okay. During that time. So yeah. they yanked it off and refused to play it in concert. Am I right? Yeah. All right. It's pretty close. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> so Cat Stevens has a problem with Salman Rushdie? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm, they're mortal enemies. Absolutely. Tate, arch, would, arch nemesis. Tate, if we were going to play something off your favorite artist, uh, one of his albums, what, what song would you want to hear off this? Good Lord, what is that? Well, that's the uh, that's, that's the sleeve that, to... Uh, yeah, because the, cause the, this is the inner sleeve. Oh, that's the inner sleeve. I was going to yeah, say so I don't know. I, can't, I, don't rec- I don't recognize the album. It's Damn the Torpedoes. Oh. Um, there's, they're all good. Just don't play... Uh, just don't play. Don't just do don't me play like one that. Of the bad ones. Yeah. Don't play. Don't do me like that. <laughs> play. Uh, you don't like. Anything. Don't do me like that. Or is it just overplayed? It's just the one that's like, is overplayed. I guess. Okay. Like who cares? I mean, I like it now. All right. I'll when just, it was I'll, on the radio. I'll play what I like. Here comes my girl. Is so good. Even the losers is mm-hmm. so good. They're all so good. That's the problem. How do you depict just? How one? about something that doesn't get a lot of airplay? Like you tell me. All right, uh, which which track is that? No, that's on side two. That's like towards the back. Oh, Donald Duck Dunn plays bass on this. Yeah, he does on the first one too. The late great Donald Duck Dunn. Glasses would have been a good idea for tonight. Glasses.
That's great. That that's Ben Montench on that. Uh, sounds like a Hammond. Fantastic. Uh, this is this is a very old album, and uh, that sounded great. That really sounded good. I'm concerned about your listeners what in the room. Them? I'm concerned they're uh, very bored. I know. I was thinking that myself, and um, then I've I thought been, I've been getting big laughs. I don't oh, know. There, see, you're not paying attention, but I've been I've been killing with the group. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everyone's yeah. Uh, West can't wait to get up here. He's standing the whole time. Why don't you sit down, sir? Well, you can stand up if you do. Are you getting I'm, your about, st- I'm about to leave. I just want to say, are uh, you leaving for good? Yeah, yeah, forever. I'm you never, just mean leaving the chair. No, I'm about. I got. I got to go. Uh, He's got a set. You do but, really do have a set yeah, tonight. I got, I mean, where are you? Go. Where can the people go see it tonight? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. When does this come out? Uh, I don't know. But where, where are you going tonight? Where? Where? I'm going to uh, that good heroin show in uh, Echo Park. All right. Um, but yeah, um, that good luck uh, following that <laughs> with your shitty songs, guys. Uh, nothing is better than I that brought. Time. You didn't bring. I brought this. I know, but I. That's why I let. I didn't. That's why we played that thing first. We gotta play the good ones, and now you guys are done. You guys are gonna be like, "What? Well, I got it's songs." Gonna be tough. The listeners are gonna be like, "We already heard that Tom Petty song." Jeff, I gotta ask you, uh, damn the torpedoes uh, on a scale of one to ten. What date out of date? It's a date out of date. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, thank. I'm glad that you were in town. And I'm glad you got to come yeah, and just sit so down, fun. Good, sit man. down for uh, a couple minutes with us, and uh, and and you killed with the people in the uh, audience. Oh, they love me. I got new they fans. I got four new fans. <laughs> These three fellows and the dog, the gentleman with the dog, doesn't care for me. But I'm well, not he's for everybody. Tending to his dog. I'm not for everybody. <laughs> Let me get a, get over there. Let me get a picture of you and those guys. All right, all right. Thanks, Pat. so I can post this. My daughter's texting. Hey, me. I'll call you this week, man. Uh, she say, I for sure can't have a sleepover, but I'm feeling better. I said, Nope, no sleepover. Can't do it. All right, Kurt, you okay with getting your picture taken? Absolutely. I posted on social media. I, uh, that album cover. Look like. All right, <laughs> this guy. You guys look cool, Mike. You're not in this. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, Jeff, good to see you, man. All right, now, Murray, you got one more song, and then you're going to stick up here for the I next... I can hang for a while, yeah. yeah. What do you got, got? You got something fancy. Here. I got something fancy. I uh, Look at that. I, um, I'm a U2 fan. I don't know if you know and, that And, Jeff, not. take a Coke or a water or whatever, pizza for the ride, whatever you want to need to do. Oh, thanks, Pat. All right, and this all stays in. Well, me being nice and, and pleasant with the uh, people leaving, that stays in the shell. Uh, I'm sorry, Murray, what were you saying? I wish Jeff would leave so we could talk about his outfit. Me being... <laughs> Can you hurry up? It's, uh, it's hobo couture. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, do you want to make balloon animals before you go, or was that just something you do on the street? And what do you do when you get dressed? Do you just put on stuff that you like? Mm, I don't know. I That's just... This is literally as dressed up as you'll ever see me. I, I'm usually it's uh, I, usually I, in cargo shorts. I'm usually in cargo yeah, shorts. You can't play the casual card in me. First of all, I didn't even I didn't even bring it up. Murray brought it up, and then I I went with it well, for sure. I just watched Paddington too, so it it, <laughs> it rang true. Yeah. Uh, Murray's pants are camouflage. <laughs> hey, I got and I'm ninety percent sure he didn't skateboard here. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's gonna tell me he's not wearing them because he thinks they surfer. look cool, he can all they you, you all can get f. Just <laughs> <laughs> mad because I admit it. I'm cool with people knowing. <laughs> all right, so tell us what this album. All right, is. so this is a. Uh, uh, I'm a. Uh, I'm. Um, I uh, I subscribe to the YouTube website. 
Okay, what that means is you're in their fan club. Yes. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> My wife always makes I'm, fun of me. I'm in their, I subscribe what? to their website. You YouTube? You too. You subscribe YouTube. to YouTube? No, you too. You too. You too. YouTube.com. YouTube.com. <laughs> no, no, no. And so this was a re, and I'm not a big fan of remix. This is an album. It's a, it's a, uh, what size is that? Oh, that's a, that's a 500 gram vinyl. <laughs> it's a heavy vinyl. Oh my God. If I drop that on my toe, I'll break it. I forget how many grams it is. Does it say on there? No. I mean, if you're it supposed does. to play it at 45 RPMs. Oh boy. Well, here we go. I already yelled at West Anthony for this. Make sure you put it on the right side. Here's what you have to, which side is it? Which side? Uh, tell me which one's first. Put on the first or second. Just tell me which one. Let's do side one. Okay. Okay, now here's, I yelled at West Anthony because he uh -huh. brought a bunch of 45. Here's what you have to do to play a 45 RPM. You got to move this oh, thing cool. to there. Is that it is, cool? I think so. I do too. Thank you, Ben Carter, for sending us this cool turntable. Um, see you, Jeff. Good to see you, man. Great to see you, Jeff. Always, always. How long are you in town for? Uh, I don't leave till next Saturday. Okay. Uh, I'll be in touch. Yeah. You're not going to call him? No. I don't think so. Not at all. All right. So this is, this is three... Uh, remixes, and I'm not a big remix fan, but right. it's got God, God Part Two, the Hard Metal Dance Club remix. Okay, it's got Desire, the Hollywood remix, and this, I believe, is when Love Comes to Town, live from the Kingdom remix. All right, let's find out. Don't you know love is the greatest thing? Oh yeah. This has never been played before, has it? No, I played it at my house. Okay. By the way, this is great, and I'm not a big fan of remixes. Yeah, this sounds really great. Sounds great. Are you taking a picture of a, an album spinning? A video. I'm going to Instagram post it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's flip it over and, and hear uh, a little of God Part 2, because that's a pretty raucous song to begin with, and the remix would be pretty badass. And which track is that? The first uh, one? Yeah, first one, making it easy on you. There's only three tracks on this whole album. Thank God. That's an EP, Murray. Ah, Dr. West wants to hear this. West Anthony just snuck up and put a pair of headphones on. one as much i don't either actually why don't you drop it to the next uh to um 
What is it, Desire? That should be the biggest groove right there. Yeah, Desire. This is the Hollywood remix. Oh, yeah, I like this already. Here comes the Hollywood police. Sing, just jump it up a few grooves. All right, calm down. It's a remix, it takes a while to get in there. Still getting in. <laughs> I literally jumped it into the middle of the track. This turntable doesn't have one of those little um, fast forward buttons. No, one of those little, uh, little, uh, what do you call it? It's like a lever that lifts the arm up oh, and down. Yeah, yeah. You have to do it all with your thumb. Jump it again. <laughs> he sings in this, I swear. Also, when you when you lift it, sometimes on a turntable, if you lift the needle and bring it over to here, mm-hmm. it stops, but it doesn't. You have to actually turn it off. Mm. Give a lot of information. There you are. This. Just all right. I'm gonna go one near, more the, time. near the end. There, you go. there we go. Singing finally. Not my favorite U2 song, but I love that remix. I love Desire. Oh, yeah? Not I, my, really I mean, do. I like it. It's not my favorite. I, I don't turn it off when it comes on. I don't walk out of the stadium when they play it. U2's fan club does give you a lot of cool stuff. I tell you what, man. For 50 bucks a year. A month. 50 bucks a month. For 50 bucks a year, you get so much extra music. You get mm-hmm. ticket, advanced tickets, mm-hmm. posters. You got to pay for the tickets. You just have uh, access you, yeah, to Yeah, you have them. access. So I'm, I every, I've gotten posters. Ge- general admission every, to- every tour since I've joined. Did you ever hang that U2 thing up in your office? Yeah, that I, got I did. You? you did? I was, I was looking at it today. Isn't it gorgeous? I love it. It's a beautiful thing. It's one of thing. the best gifts you ever got. It is, really. Well, thank you. Besides the gift of life to my son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stick around. Okay. Do you guys, does anyone have a hard out? Mike Beats left. <laughs> no, he's still here. Do you guys have a hard out? Are you in for the? I want to bring Kurt up to the mic because Kurt's new to the show. I just feel like I feel like for him to sit there, it's it's uh, rude. It's rude. Take a seat. Put the headphones on, Kurt. Kurt, did you bring vinyl? I did. He did. He, he did. Awesome. He he emailed me. He said, "I don't know if I'm going to come. I have old vinyl. I can just get over here, Kurt." <laughs> It was a long drive. All right, I'm going to play a song. Uh, I already like what you brought, Kurt. I already like what you brought. Everyone knows what my favorite band is here. Mm-hmm. Ch- cheap Trick. I'm a big Cheap Trick fan. So. You are, well, the, you pro- I don't know if you've ever heard the song. This is from the... Yes. Uh, this is from the you do know the song? Ha- have you seen the video? I have seen the video. Have you seen the uncut video with you're the thinking, You're thinking of Up the Creek. Oh. Oh, you're right. This is you're Spring right. Break. You are correct. All right. This is, uh, this is one of those uh, teen comedies from the 80s. It's actually not that bad. It's not that bad. I don't think I ever saw Spring Break. It's pretty good. Yeah? Well, What's I just it? went from not that bad to pretty good. I know. We'll find per- out. Perry King, isn't it? I don't know who that is. No. Well, this is the title track written by Rick Nielsen and performed by Cheap Trick. Let's hear a little of Spring Break. 
Holy Jack Mack and the Heart Attack? Wow. Oops. Look what I did. I forgot to change the speed. A couple songs from Jack Mack and the Heart Attack, NRBQ. Uh, me and the Boys. That is a great one. Uh, other bands I don't know, Big Spender, Hot Date. Yeah, non-album track from Cheap Trick, Spring Break. you play cheap trick i say the same thing i never listen to them but everything i hear i like <laughs> well more than happy to overplay them for everyone and by the way uh i don't recognize one actor in nope. this i know i don't I know I, does this ring i uh, this this soundtrack was on warner brothers records dan daniel feraldo nope donald simmington nope jessica james nope richard b shull nope not to be confused with the other richard shull right in, this, right, uh, in the right. union and that's nope. that's it i'm pretty sure i saw this at the drive-in yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, you yeah. did see this movie. Are you from yes. California? No. Where'd Pennsylvania. Outside oh. Philly. All right. Where at? Uh, Reading. I have a lot of family in Bucks County. Ah, very good. I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that was sincere? Uh, yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. I don't know him well enough, but it's funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> made me laugh. A guy we just met being uh, crapping on your family. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So what I learned about you, Kurt, is you like to troll the YouTube to find the uncut videos to see boobs. Absolutely. All right, good. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Kurt, how'd you find our show? About a year ago, I went to see Paul Simon at the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. I'm, I'm not a huge Paul Simon fan, okay. um, but went, you know. And, you went uh, because he's going to die, and you might as well see You know him. what? Ever since Tom Petty left us, I'm Man, just like, go see I better the people. go see, yeah. I agree. I tell people that. If, you, if there's someone you never saw, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Go see him. So Paul, you know, did a bunch, you know, he did some hits and then the new stuff and things that I didn't know. I was yeah. like, man, this is, this stuff is it's really good. good. Yeah. So I uh, went and Googled and I was like, okay, how can I find out more Paul Simon stuff? What do I need to hear? And what came up? But rock solid. What? what? A whole Paul Simon episode with Mr. David Wilde. Uh, it had a, you had a, you had a, 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 a goofy guy and then a guy that actually has musical knowledge. <laughs> I and spell you, vinyl. Vinyl? Uh, the I goes before the Y. Is that right? Uh, V-I-N-Y-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. look right. Sorry. Okay, what are you, what, why I'm, are you... I'm promoting the show on Instagram. I know, but we're talking to Kurt, he's never been here before. <laughs> I heard the Paul Simon story All before. Right. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you listened to that first episode, and you thought, I'll listen to another one. Yeah. And, and, since, and this was like a year ago. Correct. And since then, you've listened to six episodes. I know. I know. That sounds crazy. I know. They got, they're a little long. They're a little long, but don't be the guy that complains about a long, free I'm not, show. That's no complaints. I what, just what kind of savor every minute. What kind of a commute do you have to get to work? Uh, I work out of house. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then there you go. All right. We talked about what you did. We don't, you don't want to talk about it on the air. Yeah. It's, not, uh, it's, nothing, it's nothing salacious. Okay, but uh, but it's a cool job, and uh, 
And I understand if you don't want to talk about it. I'm a writer. We can say that much. That's all we're going to say. I'm a fucking writer. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I know, but he has he works on good stuff. Oh, all right. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't work on anything good. All right. So do you have a do you have a turntable at home? Yes. I have no idea if it works though. Okay, so this vinyl is just vinyl is sitting around. Boy, you know, I got rid of so much vinyl uh about 10, 15 years yeah. ago. So uh, I hung on to things that uh, were meant a lot to me. Like okay. I kept all my Beatles stuff. Sure. Um uh, some things that weren't out on CD at the okay, time. Good. So, Makes sense. you know, that kind of thing. All right. So what do you got? What's the first okay, thing we're going to So I thought out? we'd start with a little Ringo. Ringo does not... Solo get, Ringo? Solo Ringo. All right. He does not get much love. And um, this is from his, definitely his best album. Uh, it's called Ringo Also. And, you know, one of the things that, I'm going to sound like an old guy here, but we're of, all old guys. <laughs> yeah. As he puts on his readers. <laughs> except for, yeah. uh, except for Aaron... We're going to go. You, you want to know the track, Pat? I Got assume. more years yeah. coming ahead, You can buddy. tell me what the title is. I sure. can find uh, it. Sunshine Life for Me. Watch on Side one, track four. And I might not even have you started at the beginning, too. I might have you, you plunk me it right, down in the middle. Plunk it down in the middle. Yeah. No, two, three, four. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, should we play it now and then we talk about it? Sure, if you want. Well, actually, you know what? Let me, let me set it up just a little bit. I'm going to have you set it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have you set it down in the middle because I want you to hear the end because it's great because you hear a little bit of a uh, prominent background vocals from George Harrison. Oh, okay, cool. And it's so rare that you hear like two Beatles singing on a solo track. All right, so. great. Good idea. Right, maybe right about there. I'll play it to the end. Let's see what happens. That's the right song, correct? Yes. All right. So far, no singing at all. favorite beetle that's a tough one but I'll, i guess paul me too yeah any anyone else i, I go paul I like Ringo. okay that's good george. george 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 is george is a close uh, second for me mike beats who's your favorite beetle uh george oh nice all right um everyone got a vote but that asshole john <laughs> I, I don't it's your song but i, I want to point out that uh, and, the the you, know, you find out more stuff about John, and then you find out more stuff about George. Like, hey. <laughs> right. Is this a double album? No. It was very heavy. I was going to talk about the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Please I, Have you ever seen? I don't know if no, you've I've ever never seen, seen I've seen the album cover, but, but not inside. Again, this is one of the great things about vinyl. Vinyl. This is a beautiful booklet inside. Look at and, that. And there's 
Each song is illustrated by Klaus Vormann. Oh, nice. did the uh, Revolver album cover. Wow. And it's just beautiful. Have you ever seen this, West Anthony? No, I have not. It's an, you're going to have to take a peek at this. Yeah. It's great. That is amazing. And, and the album itself, I mean, you know, there's three major hits on this. Yeah. Um, oh My My, You're 16, and Photograph. But yeah. from beginning to end, it's just a fabulous album. All three Beatles are on it. All three have you that know, song songs. has the band backing, uh, yeah. doing all, playing all the instruments on it. Rick Danko, Robbie mm. Robertson, Garth Hudson. That's fantastic. Yeah. Keltner uh, doing some percussion on there too, I think. Yep. And of course, the song uh, "You're 16" has not aged well in the uh, Me Too uh, movement. <laughs> I believe yes. Ringo has the most hits in solo solo Beatle world. More hits than Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney was with Wings. Ah, that, that doesn't. Yeah. That's still Paul. Yeah, McCartney. that's still Paul. That's most solo Ringo, Paul, John, George. The most hits solo. West. All right. All right. So eat it. I don't believe anyone in this room but West Anthony. <laughs> this is fair. That's <laughs> fair. Been to his house. The guy's got a nine million. Also, who was the, who was the first Beatle to have the first number one hit solo? Ringo. No. George wasn't. It? Yes, yeah, George. My sweet lord. My sweet lord. Yeah. Was it Ringo? No, it's George. George. I think it was George with my sweet lord. West Anthony's favorite Beatle. Yep. George. Think that has any? You uh, want to ask him anything if to it's do true? with why uh, George had the number one hit? Because West Anthony's favorite Beatle. Oh, you think that had something to do with it? No, not at all. Now, what else? I see you brought Kinks Chronicles. I did. Um, and what, uh, this is one of those albums that I, I, I never really listened to a lot. And it's a, then, but it's a best of. But it's not. It, it's, How dare you? It's got a lot of like B-sides and stuff, yes. to it, which is great. Because what happened, the track I'm going to have you play is a song called Big Black Smoke. Oh. And it's, it's one of those tracks like you just... I literally forgot about it, and mm-hmm. I've just been playing a lot of Kinks lately and stuff because I can't stand listening. Well, to we them. we've done three Kinks episodes, me and uh, Mario Del Barrio. So you should uh, you those, should find those this. were three of the six that I've three of the six. You <laughs> listened to. All right. I love it. I can honestly say I don't even think I know this song. Yeah, it's it was a B side to um, I think Dead End Street. Okay, and um, what year are we looking at? This is like 72, maybe. Okay. Right. I'm guessing. I'm, or maybe that's when the album came out, early 70s. Though. Okay. Uh, did I give you the right album? Because it is a double. Maybe I gave you the wrong album. Mm, I can't. I don't think. I don't think Big Black Smoke <laughs> is on this. Uh, in, on this one. Okay. Try this one. This is on the Reprise label. Looking for a date, not seeing one. Why'd right. you look for the song first? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's kind of a best. I gotta be. I gotta be honest, Kurt. It's kind of a best of. It's got Lola. It's got. Uh, she's got everything. It's got days. It's got Victoria. Don't uh, fight with him. He's a new guy. He's a new. It's listener. got uh, Waterloo Sunset. Yeah, but where's like all day and all the night? And look, I'm sure. Really I'm sure there. there's a label thing that that couldn't be on here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Big Black Smoke, track four. One, two, three, four. The convenience of vinyl. Oh, I hit it. Nice. This is a Christmas song? I know, it's a weird Is this Father Christmas? Too. But today, <laughs> today's Christmas Day. It is. She was sick and tired of country life. I live a country home. I live a country home. Made her blood run cold. Now I'm up to find some hard away. A child in the big black smoke In the big black smoke I like it Frailest, purest girl was 
got a little these boots are made for walking bass riff in there. You're right, you a little bit, yeah. The Kinks are the most English of the British invasion bands, in my opinion. Agreed. They yeah. like, they, they'll sing about having a cup of tea and just, you know, just very basic. Uh, Ray Davies write a song just about something just mundane. Do you find that to be true, West Anthony? I go to West for confirmation. Yes, thank you. Thank you. No, thanks for taking the fun out of music. <laughs> Holy crap, good thing you're not on mic. <laughs> he will be eventually. He's brought, he brought his whole collection. Uh, now we're jumping to a, a totally different band. Yes. Squeeze. A&M Records. Squeeze. Squeeze. I recognize that logo. Yeah, that's for, you would see that on Police albums, mm-hmm. on Sticks albums, mm-hmm. Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. Who else? Let's name all the A&M, A&M artists. Carpenters. Joe Jackson. Carbon, Joe the Jackson. A is for Herb Alpert. And the M is for Jerry Moss. I didn't wow. know that. You didn't? I didn't know that. Yeah. Albert I didn't know Moss. that. Albert Moss started that? Yeah. Label? Is that the right side? Jerry Moss. Side two, we're going on the last track. All right. So, oh, I don't know this track. As opposed to what other Moss? Kate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this track is called The Elephant Ride. Why'd you choose this uh, by, by, I almost said sticks, oh, <laughs> by squeeze? Shame. Yeah, you know, Squeeze is one of those bands, most people just know a couple of their hits, but uh, they are a, if you're into the Beatles, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. they're they are great. And this this particular track is, to me, very Beatle-y. Uh, Glenn Tilbrook, who's one of the, the main guys from Squeeze, said it was more influenced by the Beach Boys, but to me, it always sounded more like a Rubber Soul track. Hmm. All right, this is Elephant Ride, and this is from the album Sweets from a Stranger. What year are we looking at there? Guy whose name I don't remember. 83. Kurt. 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 <laughs> How dare you. Kurt what? Payne. Oh, Kurt the writer. Payne. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we don't talk about it. Never heard this song before. I love it. Yeah. So, have you, but have you heard it before? Yes. Where did you hear it before? Um, this is the first time I've ever played it. Well, you're not the only place I get music, Pat. This isn't. This isn't the only place where you hear music. No, no. There are other places in the world to hear music. This is a podcast. Yes, and they also have music after uh, 1979 out there. If you ever get out in the real world, I doubt that. <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to find out if I have anything in here. Oh, did my logo shut off? Guys, are you trying to play a trick on me? You know when the logo shuts off, you got to tell me. It's the only thing that keeps me going. All right, I'm going to I saw it. Squeeze in England a few years ago yeah. and a uh, little, little hall 
and nobody it was at for a big party for something and nobody was interested except me and my wife and four other guy, people and it was fantastic and Steve Naive was on uh, keyboards yeah they're, they're still out there they're recording they're, they're recording playing. a new album right now yeah. I think yeah they, they're still good all right stay here for a second Kurt I just want uh, I bought this yesterday for $12.99 and it was still sealed an original copy of my favorite Kinks album which is Give the People What They Want okay it's I- in, Guess, Kurt? I have that hanging in my office, autographed by Mr. Davies. I have this hanging up in my, in my office, signed by Ray Davies also. Where did you get it autographed at? Uh, either, it was either at the Wiltern or at the Canyon Club. Okay. I got Those it the two Porter, Porter when he was doing a book, book signing. How long ago was that? That was a while ago, right? Uh, 15 years, maybe. That was in Burbank, right? No, it was somewhere on the west side. West side? Yeah. Uh, I can't claim to be everywhere you're, you are, Kurt. <laughs> Since we were talking about the radio, Murray, yes, you sir. said there's other places to hear music. Mm-hmm. We'll, let's hear a little bit of uh, track one, Around the Dial. Ironically, I don't suggest the radio to go find it. <laughs> yeah, 88.5. That's our new station. Oh, that is a great station. I know. Listen, 88.5? 88.5. Yes, Subscriber, actually. Oh, you are? I haven't made the move in case I've never that. <laughs> just hear the whole album i could just play the whole thing i love that this whole album's great i know a couple of guys that have this album autographed how great <laughs> it is they hang it right in their offices hey is there any way you can we transfer me that album uh sure i can we transfer it. that, that tw- album i can we transfer it that's why i said twant not, not mp3s that album this album actually you yeah. want to you want to just borrow this and take it home uh, yeah you'll probably never see I it can't again let, no i would i when i was a did you guys, when you guys were in college and you had albums, would you ever lend your album to someone on the, on the hall floor? Because I would not. CDs, yes. Indestructible. Album, no. Come back scratched. When I would borrow them, I would tell them that I'm probably not going to give it back. <laughs> that you would have to, you have to come get me. You would to have get it to back. come get it. Yeah, but then no one lent you oh, their no, album. I'm like, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to forget. So just come knock on the door if you need it back. Where did you go to college? Have we talked about this? A little school called William Patterson College in New Jersey. What did you, uh, what did you study there? <laughs> studies hard. Music studies. Music studies. I'd like to tell you that that. And uh, yet co- I have to go to college. West Anthony whenever I have a question. You just don't about believe music. me. You just don't believe me. <laughs> I'd like to also point out that college specializes in nursing. All right, and, and was that your minor? <laughs> yes, I'm minor. A minor in nursing. nursing. Kurt, where where'd you go to college? East Stroudsburg University, which is up in the Poconos of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. yeah. Nice weather up there, I bet. Oh, do you miss winter. that Pennsylvania weather? No, 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 not at all. Right? No. It gets to be about sixty, a little chilly out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Turn the yeah. heat on. Put yeah. a scarf on. What uh, What did you study in college? Media communications. Media communications. Yeah. There you go. I was theater communications. Oh yeah. More communications than theater. Actually, not not any of it. Let me out of here. That's what I wanted. It's pretty funny. Mine was such I just a surface. To get out of here. It was like a surface thing of just oh, it's a little 
theory. Oh, it's a little music history. Oh, yeah, it's, a little, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. just enough to get by. Unbelievable. I hated school from kindergarten to the last day of school. Me too. But we yeah, never yeah, liked but it. Yeah, yeah. And if, when your son says about college, you go, yeah, you got to go. It's great. Oh, well, I'm gonna, yeah, my kid's going to college. Go. Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Kids are going. Well, Kurt, I hope you had fun. I did indeed. Thank you for letting a newbie come invade. There's no such yeah. thing as a newbie because, uh, well, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> there yeah. is actually. There is actually. Okay, you, you are know. the definition well, of newbie. Next All time, right. next time I uh, appear, maybe I'll be up to like nine or ten episodes. I hope so. Heard. You know, by the time this one comes out, maybe we even have heard another episode or two. Hopefully. Now, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this: you are under no obligation to sit here for the rest of the evening. If you want to, by all means, do. But if you want to get up and leave, we won't take offense either. I'm happy to stay, but I do have a very important question. And, yes, and yes. What, what are the rules for using the bathroom? Just go use it. recording. Okay. Just go I, use I, it yeah. and shut the, shut the door certainly right. is the rule. <laughs> right. Also, what I like to do is don't, but don't turn the light on because I like to see what happens. <laughs> go in there with the pitch black and then, then turn the light on when you're done and go, oh, geez. I, <laughs> and of course, even. the basic rule for all bathrooms, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If yeah. it's brown, brown flush, flush it down. Brown, flush it down, yeah, for right? sure. Is right? that what it's on there? Yeah, yeah, man, I hear If you're you. a hippie, yeah. that's what the rule is. Yeah. Kurt, thanks again. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad you found the show. I appreciate it. Pleasure to meet you. Nice okay. to meet you, Kurt. And uh, some of the listeners are cool. Not, it's not just these guys and me and Murray. Some of the listeners are actually cool. <laughs> Should um, we bring another listener on? Yeah, and while they're getting in a seat, I'm going to play something. Okay. I'm going to double. Yeah, I'm going to double dip on. I cheap. just invited somebody up like it was my show. Yeah, that's okay. You're you're a co-host. Okay. I'm going to double dip on cheap trick tonight. I, the reason I didn't invite Dr. West Anthony up is because he hasn't been quiet all night. <laughs> it's almost like he's been on mic the whole time. I know. It's like why didn't we get a fourth mic for him every time he comes in? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you? <laughs> this is uh, this is cheap trick from 1982. It's the first album without Tom Peterson. It's called One on One. And That's the bass player, right? That was the bass player, okay. and John Brandt is the bass player on this album. Only on three tracks. Rick plays the bass on the rest of the tracks. And this is a song called She's Tight. I remember this song. That was me. That was on the album. Produced by Roy Thomas Baker. I'm going to go what? 80, don't tell me, 82. 82. Really? 82. Nice. Now, the bass player, John Brandy, was with the band for about four or five, maybe six years. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I started to get albums autographed, uh, he wasn't in the band anymore. So I I had every member's autograph multiple times, but I didn't have his autograph. Mm -hmm. So uh, when the internet comes around uh, strong... I do a Google search on him, and I find out that he still lives in Rockford, Illinois, and he owns. Uh, what do you, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? Kurt opening candy? No, <laughs> Kurt. He's just putting his uh, putting his vinyl away, nice and just like a nice guy would oh, do. Sort of <laughs> like that old 
Bugs Bunny what if when he they're was, at the orchestra and the guy you, opens the crinkle crinkle. What if you were at the movies and he was behind you putting his vinyl away? <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he didn't bring candy, he brings he his vinyl. He brought his vinyl. That's where, you, that's where he likes turntable. to go. Sure. <laughs> By the way, I brought t-shirts and I forgot to give them away. Well, is so, it, the show's not over yet. So, hold on, Kurt, what size are you? A large. What size are you? A, a large. Anybody an extra large? Do you have one of my shirts already? Oh, that's right. Wes, do you have one? No, I don't. Here you go. That's my barf heart t-shirt. Murray had open heart surgery a year ago. Oh, wow. And then does anybody... Sadly, it took. Yeah, I'm in good shape now. (laughs) Does anybody know a girl who's 2XL for my podcast? Uh, No. Okay. (laughs) I can't get rid of that shirt. (laughs) Of course you can't. Well, a 2XL on a lady, isn't that like a medium on a dude? Yeah, like Kyle could wear this. Yeah. Or actually, you could wear it. Try it on. He doesn't want it. Don't put it on there. It'll catch on fire. All right. So still, I can't get rid of that shirt. So I look up John Brandt. I find uh-huh. out that he still lives in Rockford, Illinois, and he owns a, a company that makes horse bedding. B e d d i n g bedding. So I pack up my Cheap Trick albums with him, and I write him a little letter, and I send it to him, and and I wait, see if he'll sign them. And about uh, it's about two months later. I was at work. My wife calls me, and she goes, you got a big package here from, uh, from Rockford, Illinois. I go, oh, from who? She's like, John Brandt. I'm like, what? Oh, man. So I get home. I open it up. All the albums are signed, personalized them, signed them all. Then there's like a used Bunny Carlos drumstick in there. Oh, cool. There's a standing-on-the-edge satin tour jacket. Wow. There's, there's a two-page handwritten note from John Brandt. Saying how how uh, you know exciting it is when the fans still reach out and sure. what else did he send me? Uh, backstage pass sticker. Just That's a ton, amazing. A That's ton great of stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. And um, for the longest time, I wouldn't tell that story because I didn't want people to then just I'm just gonna mail stuff right, to right. John Brandt. The most amazing thing about that story is you were working. I know. That's true. dare you it's true though <laughs> should you introduce her he's been sitting over here so quietly this is aaron Lowe. aaron how are you doing hey pretty good aaron you were at the rock solid barbecue oh yes i was there exciting was, times there were some exciting times happened you brought your daughter how old your daughter uh she's about to turn three next month oh, you want to say her name some people don't like to say their kids names no it's fine persephone persephone and what happened at the barbecue uh, well, you have a nice pool Thank and you. we, my wife and I were following her around being very dutiful parents, yes, making you sure she wouldn't get near the pool. Yep. Uh, I turned around for about 30 seconds and she just walked straight in. <laughs> That's how she we do it, man. She didn't fall in. She just like walked straight ahead <laughs> like she was trying to come across to my wife. And, and thank God there was a guy there to jump in the pool and get her. Who was that? Oh, that was me. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's a good dad. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, thank God you didn't have your phone in your pocket though. Oh, I did have my phone. Oh, okay. Good. Oh, no. But that's not, I mean, that, that's, that's not an issue like a, now. Not an issue. It was a small, What if you were a guy that liked their right. phone better than their kid? Persephone or the iPhone 10? Oh. He just pushes his wife in to get her, and his wife can't swim, so that's not good. I'm about to, I'm about to jump in. Oh, wait, stop. Got to pull my phone out, yeah. my wallet, my keys. That your pool is deep. I couldn't touch the bottom. Our pool is twenty three feet <laughs> in the shallow end, and then it gets really. How deep is your pool? Because your pool is uh, old like mine, just right? Like eight feet. Your pool is it was made in like the fifties. Yeah, uh, I don't know when it was made. Because ours is like twelve feet. Yeah, no, ours isn't twelve feet, but it's deep. Okay, you know, 
I don't how was the, how was the, I missed the pot, uh, the barbecue. I was in new Orleans. Did you have a good time? Oh yeah, it was great. Awesome. It was a good Very time. Nice. It was a really good time. Pat usually throws good parties. I've been, yeah. I've been yeah. invited to one. That was a fun time. Yeah. That really, I set an out time at four o'clock just in case it wasn't going right. well. Here's Dr. We West well, Anthony. We wouldn't leave. Uh, yeah, know, West Anthony kept talking. Come, yeah. But, uh, but we went Interesting uh, thing about pools. All right, West, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> How deep is yours? Oh, but, uh, but no, it went way past four o'clock. That's and, great. Uh, I was super bummed I was out of town. West Anthony, who doesn't like parties, liked this party. Right, West <laughs> Anthony? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, how long have you been listening to the show? Oh, gosh. Uh, since you, you only had like a... Sorry about that. No, no, you're I good. I didn't know if my levels were... No, no, you're, you're, you're good. No, no. I just adjusted his mic because he's tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think you only had like a dozen or less episodes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You've been on board that long? Yep. You've been through... You've been through the f- other co-hosts and former producers and, and change of venue and yep. in all that time, never miss an episode. Thank you. Oh, look, I just patted myself in the back. <laughs> I didn't even come along till like 50 episodes in, maybe even more than that. You mean to listen? To listen. And then you started to co-host like around 112 somewhere. That I don't know, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around somewhere there. Somewhere around there. Well, thank you. That's so nice. How did you find it? Well, um, my friend Alan, I, I'll give him another shout out. Yeah. Back in Alaska, where we're from. Um, he, I believe, was a Never Not Funny fan, and so he followed you once oh, okay. you started. And then he, a couple episodes in, he texted me or messaged me and said, hey, you should give this. You might enjoy this show. And it took a couple episodes for me to actually listen to him and start listening to the show, and I've been doing it ever since. Well, thank you so much. Now well, that, you, had, you had a learning curve in the beginning. Oh, and it, true, wasn't, it wasn't you. I just A few more weeks went by before I took his no, advice. No, no, no. I, I never know. listened to him. Mm-hmm. I know. it's hard. When people recommend stuff, it's hard. You're still on the learning curve, according to Kurt. He can only get through six episodes. Kurt can only get through six. Seriously. He, he, do you listen to... Do you, <laughs> Kurt, do you listen to other podcasts? Uh, a little bit, yeah. No, I don't really like podcasts. No, 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 <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're, you're the one with the mic. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, um... For the past year or so, I, I mean, we, we're new transplants relatively mm-hmm. to L.A., and for the past year or so, I was driving for Uber, and um, I'm really behind on the podcast because what would happen is I would do the weekend drives from like 8 at night till 4 or 5 in the morning, Okay, and I would save the podcast for that because I would end up in like Irvine or something and have mm-hmm. to get back to the valley, and uh, I just knew I wasn't going to get rides. I didn't sure. want any rides. I would just listen to you guys. Oh, and thank you. It would be... Um, you know, you're, I'm kind of like, I'm in a new area and it's late at night and it would be very comforting at home to come home listening to oh. part of an episode of... Oh, that's very nice. I whatever like that. you're listening, whatever your topic uh, was. My voice is very soothing. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Mm. What's your name? Aaron. 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 Aaron um, when you listen to a podcast and you don't finish it, do you go back and listen to the rest oh, of yeah, it or do question. you move on to the next that's episode? That's a good question. Yeah. No. Yeah, I am not one of the... I think I know where you're going. People complain about the length of episodes. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm no. curious. Little, little, I go back. I do go back. Because uh, I never go back and, and finish, finish it. it. Really? I don't, don't know what it is. I'm, I, I have to listen to... Like sometimes... Um, sometimes there will be a show and I'm just... I'm not feeling it, but I want to well, listen to it, but I, I'm just in the mood to hear music or whatever, and I'll stop yeah. and I'll listen sure. to something else, but I do have to go back and finish okay, it. Okay, interesting. I don't know. It's, 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 I just never go back and get it for some reason. Uh, I do. I, the rare uh, times I listen to podcasts, I definitely mm-hmm. go back and finish it up. Okay. Why don't you do that, do you think? I don't know. What, uh, what's, uh, what mental chip is uh, messed up with you? 
Why are you uh, all messed up? Well, I understand. It can be hard to get back into the groove. Of Thank you, Aaron. Just hearing the excitement, talk. The, 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 the momentum that most episodes you do do. This one, no. No, no momentum at all. Well, it's because the vinyl, we have to start and oh, stop and drop whatever. the needle. Yeah, then you gotta uh, adjust it and you got to move well, the wire for the 45. How many hours has it been since we played any music? Mm, has it been a long time? I don't know. That's West. I don't know. I just played, I played She's Tight. Well, you got a stack of wax. I do. Do you hear what I said? <laughs> oh, yeah. It just came out of man. my mouth. It just came out of my mouth. I didn't mean to say it. Hey, so cool. what do you got? What do you got? Dr. Cool. Johnny Fever. So. <laughs> Booger. Uh, the first one I brought is yes. from a surf rock band started in the 90s, Man or Astro Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is a uh, EP. Uh, there's a bit of a story here. So tiny. What is. do they call that? Uh, is that a f- you know, I'm a bad, like, vinyl Audio fan. file. Uh-huh. I'm a bad, I, I don't know the, like, anything. I believe but it's a 45. That looks like 45, yeah. Do I play that on 33 or on 45? Uh, 33. 33, okay. I'm going to give it to me? And I'm going to make it really easy for you. Okay. It'll be the first track. All right. Um, there's a, a bit of a story. In 98, when I was uh, starting to work at my college radio station, um, I started to listen to these guys, a bunch of other um, surf bands. I got really into surf music. And this is like one of those times where, you know, music can just, uh, you just have no interest in music every once in a while. I yeah. don't know if it happens to you or you just can't get enthusiastic about anything. This band came along and, oh gosh, reignited. Nice. I like when that I happens. I love music. Um, and I got a bit of more story, but we can listen to this. This is a. Uh, off the Deluxe Min in Space EP, this is Maximum Radiation Level. There's a little bit of a sample in the beginning of dialogue from a movie, and it gets right into a song. Let's hear it. There's no doubt about it. If you live within a few miles of where one of these bombs strike, you'll die instantly. <laughs> Are they still around? Oh, yeah, they're, they're still. Because I remember hearing about them in the touring. mid early 90s and stuff, and then I hadn't heard about them till now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they've dropped off in the amount of albums they're putting out. Okay. Um, it seemed for a while they were just putting out like a few a year, mm-hmm. uh, but they, they're still around. Um, so, in uh, the way I got this, in 98 or 99, they came and played at my college um, in a tiny room, barely bigger than this one. Um, I went mm. and saw them, and at the end, I was like, oh, I want to get, a, get an album. I'll get it signed. They're hanging around. Cool. I went, and I got this, and it didn't have a sleeve. It was the last thing left. Ugh. And the person's like, I don't even know what it is. It doesn't have a sleeve. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll sign the, the insert, the white uh, case. And so I took it up to them, and they signed it. And I didn't have a turntable at the time. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a turntable until about three years ago. My wife bought one for me. And so I just never looked at it to figure out what it was. And when I got the turntable, the first thing I'm like, I'm going to figure out what album this is. And I turn in, it's the Luxman in Space. It's 
only six songs, only four of them actually, two of them are kind of white noise intro and outro, uh, the best, like, solid, most solid thing they put, they put out that I, wow. I all four songs. That's are terrific. terrific. Let me see that. Let me see what they signed. Let's see if it's legible. And that is the actual band. They were, they had like a, uh, they had a group touring with different names. It was the Clone Project. It was a different group of the guys touring as Man or Astro Man Clone Project. This guy wrote Invisible Ink Sleeve, Top Secret Stuff, Where's the Lemon Juice? I get that. <laughs> I get that actually. Because you used to be able to buy a pen where there would be, uh, it would write Invisible Ink oh, and then yeah, you yeah. put lemon juice on and then it would, the yeah. letters would come. All right, see, I know what I'm talking about because we used to do that back in the 50s. Or wasn't it writing lemon juice and then like hold it over a flame? Maybe. Maybe. We'll try that later. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. That's how you smoke Coke. Re- really? Yeah, put it on a tin foil and hold it over a flame. Oh, maybe we'll do that later. Aaron, you are part of our Alaska Space Force. All right. And this guy said, naked on planet nine. Okay. These, guys, right. these guys are nuts. Yeah, that, you heard the sample there. Uh, that's kind of their shtick. All of their songs start or have a sample, most of them anyway, I'd say like 80 to 90 From an old movie? From an old movie. All right, cool. What's so, next? Oh, go back to me. I thought, Where'd you go to school? Uh, I am a proud dropout of the <laughs> University of Alaska, Cambridge. Right. How, many, how, how long were you in? Uh, about three years. Oh, dude, so I, but close. I wasn't, I wasn't going for a major. I was doing it part-time. So close. I hadn't even declared. I was just, uh, I was taking prerequisites at the time. Mm-hmm. I took a year off after my junior year to my parents' uh, dismay, big time. Because they're like, you'll never go back. I, I will go back. I didn't put three years in to not go back. And I went back. Nice. What do we got on MCA Records here? Uh, this is uh, coming from my wife. Uh, this uh, this is her request. It is from the Sid and Nancy soundtrack. It is um, going to be the title track for the movie uh, Love Kills. They call it the title track. It's not the title of the movie. And this is written by Joe Strummer. Yeah. All right. And uh, this is, uh, she couldn't be here. One of us has to be home with the kids. Sure. Yes. Don't want to follow them into the pool. <laughs> it's how not many, a problem where we live. How many kids? Uh, two. Nice. What's the other one? Pandora. How old? Oh, uh, 15. 15? Yeah, big eight. Big I thought you said 50. The music came in. So. <laughs> they have a 50-year-old. Falls in the pool and breaks her hip. That song before, yeah, it's pretty good, huh? I, I like that a lot. Ever, I don't even think I've ever seen the movie. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. My wife showed it to me. It's one of her favorites. Oh, really? I, I like the um, I like the director Alex Cox. Right? Mm-hmm. He did Repo Man. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's a good movie, and she loves Gary Oldman, and mm-hmm. so it's got a lot of things that she. Who played Nancy? Oh, Chloe Webb. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank what you. would I know her from? I know the uh, name from Sid and Nancy. <laughs> She's, I don't. she's in Sid and Nancy. I don't know. And she plays Sid? No, no. I don't think so. 
I think she plays Nancy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play. I'm going to jump in here real quick. Uh, I brought an album. I don't know why this isn't in, in a frame yet. It's signed by. Oh, look at that. It's signed oh, by. Uh, that's nice. That's a beautiful album before the signatures. Yep. And this is signed by four of the members of the Zombies in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now. They were inducted by a former guest, Susanna Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs, a former guest, inducts three former guests. Susanna Hoffs, 60 years old, smoking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Easy. Did you see her on the. Did you Easy. See her? What? Fine, I'll pull, very, my, pull very, my pants up. She's very attractive. She's really, really pretty, and she's 60. Look, I recorded with her. Oh, I'm sorry. I met her. Okay, great. She's my friend. All right, <laughs> tell her I said she's smoking. I say every guest is my friend. <laughs> They're not my friends. All right. So uh, this, is, uh, this is from the Zombies classic, Odyssey and Oracle. I'm just going to go with uh, a song called Rose for Emily. Oh, all right. See if I can keep. Wait, you you want a different one? I figured you'd go uh, Carousel. What is it? Carousel Forty Four. Right. Since it's the first one, my favorite is uh, "This Will Be Our Year." Yeah, that's a good one. I'll There's go not with, a bad track. No, it's true. Not there. I went with yours. Yeah, just make it easier for you. Say the bass sounds great in these headphones. Yes, the bass. Is I've terrific. never really focused. Listen to the bass; it sounds great on these headphones. There it is. That's great. Who did Rod Argent write that? Um, let me see who wrote that one. Rod Argent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That album's really been getting its due the last couple of years, but it, for a long time it was very right? underappreciated. Absolutely. I saw. Him yeah, do I was it. late to the game, and when I heard this thing, I could not believe that I'd gone my whole life. Without ever hearing it. I saw him do it live 10 years ago, I think, at the Wiltern with uh, Ian Hunter opening. Fantastic. Um, and even then it wasn't sold out and people were like, they're playing what? Yeah, like, I, know, I know when I got it, um, I don't know, I probably first got the album about 15, 20 years ago and it, it just didn't seem like there was any conversation about it. In the last couple of years they've been doing the, yeah. the shows and it's really getting on a lot of lists. Of yeah, when, uh, when I saw them at the, uh, called the theater at the Ace Hotel. Yeah, Se- I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Siegel and I went. It was sold out and there were like young people there, like 20-year-olds. Yeah, no, it's, it's really... People that could stand for the whole show. <laughs> right. I'm glad it's getting there due while... You yeah, know, it's amazing. And when I saw him, Colin sounded great. How did he sound He sounded year? great. They, they, don't, they sing in the key that's recorded, mm-hmm. much to Colin's dismay, is mm-hmm. what he said when he was on the show. Oh, really? He said, but he still nails it. He does, he does nail it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Those guys are, you know, veterans. Mm-hmm. My way to say older gentlemen. Okay. But, yeah, great. So what do we got next? I'm excited for uh, Aaron's next pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to open it up because if I'm doing one more... Uh, oh, you can do two more. You I can do either, two more. Okay, well, I can either bring it down right now or I can just kind of keep it like... Why don't we bring uh, it down and then you bring it back okay. up? Oh, yeah. So um, a couple days ago when we're recording this, I don't know yeah. exactly when it's coming out. A couple of weeks. We lost uh, Leon Redbone. Um, a very Yesterday, odd, right? I believe it was the day before. Yes, we were day before. before. Okay. Hold on, West. When did Leon Redbone die? It was like the day before yesterday. Okay, okay there you go. 
<laughs> it, a very unusual uh, singer-songwriter, very mysterious man. Mm-hmm. Um, and this album, uh, we're going to be going with Double Time. And um, just so you can prepare, uh, we're going to go on with the, you know, the most well-known track off of it, Shine On, Harvest Moon, which will be track three. Um, this album, this is one of the very few albums that came from my childhood home. When the family kind of dispersed from our childhood home, I took the vinyl uh, through all of my moves, that vinyl collection has gone now down to about a dozen. And this one, uh, I don't know a ton about Leon Redbone. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but um, he was a, enough of a presence in my childhood mm-hmm. that his passing did kind of make me go, make me sad for a little while. Yeah. And there is a period where I got a hat and I have this facial hair, and I did. I was like, oh yeah, it's a Leon Redbone look. I'm look. I'm going for. <laughs> it didn't work for me, but I. I I tried to hold on to it for as long as I could. It only works for Leon Redbone. It is, yeah, yeah. He's such a an iconoclastic person. And his voice was how would he talk? You know, very Leon Redbone. Yeah, I when like I was, that? I was, Leon that sounds right. It's like he's in here. Put was, on put on Aaron's hat. I was previewing this album to think about what I would play, and I wanted. To, I thought, oh, if we never meet again, this side of heaven. I was like, ah, oh, it's a perfect song for this. It's so low energy. I, just, <laughs> okay. I didn't. I thought it would get maybe laughed out of the room. So what? Uh, what other tracks got? Is Big Chief Buffalo Nickel on that one? Uh, no, we Big got Chief Buffalo Nickel, Mississippi Delta Blues, yeah. Sheik of Arabia. Sheik of oh, Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Sheik of Arabia. Yeah. Diddy Wah Diddy. Diddy Wah Diddy. Diddy, right. Diddy. This is a. This is an album that my dad used to listen to all the time. He's a your huge, dad's not allowed to listen to music. He's a Christian. He was backsliding. He's a huge <laughs> Leon Redbone fan, and Leon Redbone also did the theme song to what TV show? Mr. Belvedere. You get a Road Stories t-shirt for a oh. woman that's <laughs> three sizes bigger Mr. than Belvedere, here my, it comes. My 15-year-old could probably wear this. Oh, yeah. yeah, All right, yeah give, it her, give it to her. She's sleeping it. Pandora. Yes. All right. So track three, and what is it? Jeff Tate will sign it, it for is her. Shine On Harvest Moon. Great song. Night was mighty dark, so you could hardly see. Cause the moon refused to shine. There's a couple sitting neath the willow tree for love. Little Mary was kind of afraid of dark, so she said, I think I'll go. Boy began to sigh, looked up at the sky, and told the moon his little tale of moon, shine on, shine on harvest moon, up in the sky. I ain't had no love such a Yeah, I should say whenever you want to be Rock in peace, Leon Redbone. Absolutely. He also, he wrote all the arrangements to those songs he ever did. He was always he was always the one who wrote those arrangements, the uh, the old timey songs. But he would rearrange mm-hmm. them. My uh, my friend uh, Jim Schultz from high school. His uh, he would always say, you know, we've never seen Frank Zappa and Leon Redbone in the same room oh, together. That's a good point. Well, and, wasn't there a, a story? A lot of people thought it was Bob Dylan because Bob Dylan was a big early supporter. Oh, and yeah, that makes Leon sense Redbone too. Leon Redbone was so private. Right. Let me see that Leon Redbone album cover. I'll take a look at this. Leon Redbone, double time. Got a camel. See, he's right there. Look, he's, there's Leon Redbone, and right there's Frank Zappa. They're both on that album <laughs> cover together. He does look like his nose is like Frank Zappa's, too. And then Frank Zappa always had, like, the facial hair. Can you see Frank Zappa there? Like, if Frank Zappa was yeah, doing a, a Chris Gaines-type character, right. 
It would be Leon Redbone. I have it on my iTunes also. Oh, good. <laughs> now, this, the only, this was an acquired taste for me, but, uh, yeah, but I, I, respect, I respect it. This is not something I put on very often. This is kind of a low energy, getting up in the morning, making breakfast. Mm. It's, a, it's a... Pancake music is what I call it. It's a, pancakes. It's, a, it's a special occasion album, I think. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. when you're making love? Or pancakes. Or it, pancakes. Which, like, I which I could call the same thing. It's an album I have like an emotional connection to, sure. even though I don't listen to it very often. Uh-huh. So I, it, it, I put it on and I, you know. It'd be like well, a, you have that emotional connection because all the times you get busy to that music. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Getting busy with the pancake mix. It's a nice now, uh, dinner album. Throw it on. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, like yeah. soft yeah. Yeah. Some background. W- some wine. As opposed to... Oh, so we're uh, <laughs> going with my... Okay, my last one. This is kind of also from my wife. Yeah. This April is, Richardson would love that you have this. Yeah, this is Erg, A Music War. This uh, is a double album. It is. Did we, you still have my copy of that video or did you give it back? Uh, you didn't give that to me. Yeah, we watched it here. Yeah, no, I don't have that. All right. I have to find that. <laughs> it's probably this, your house. For a couple of I'll years... Look, I'll look there. For a couple of years, our Christmas, or I should say... Uh, Post Thanksgiving tradition, after Thanksgiving weekend, we put on the put up the Christmas tree and have Erga Music War playing the, the video nice. until I found the vinyl. My wife found the vinyl. We were leaving a shop that we just went in to see, like, oh, what do they got? We were leaving new arrivals with Erga Music War. Ah, great! And it, we were so excited. We got home. Uh, yeah, so this we're gonna go with. Um, I believe it's track three. We're gonna go with Klaus Nomi. Now, is this, a, is this a completely live album? Yes. It is. Okay. All, but all, all different venues. Okay, so Klaus Nomi, Total, Total Eclipse. Eclipse. Oh, I know this one. Uh, Turn Around Bright Eyes. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, well, yeah. is that the one? Yeah. It's a, it's a cover. One, two, three. All right, let me see if I can do it. Can I see the album? Uh, unless you're going to reference it. Aaron, you you you've brought songs that we've never played on this show before. That was that was actually my goal. <laughs> well, you did it. It's not hard. Just don't play Journey. <laughs> yeah, Klaus Nomi. Kind of a sad story with that guy. But yeah, tell us about him because uh, I've heard some things, but uh, you seem to be well. West, I'm sure knows more, but West, uh, you I'm can sure tell us more than West. Yeah, what do you know about now. Klaus Nomi? Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. Documentary Why did you about him. Why did you oh my ask? God! I've seen the documentary. Yeah, that's pretty much for most of my uh, information. Is on it a good documentary? It's a very good. As far as rock talks go, it is one of the better ones. I heard that Echoes in the Canyon is a great documentary. What do you think about that, West? You didn't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> that Klaus Nomi documentary. There's a. Um, he goes over his recipe for a key lime tart. Okay. My wife has made that. That's pretty good. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Is he, <laughs> is he not with us anymore? No, he, he passed away in the 80s. The um, rock and Peace cause Nomi also. He, he never kind of never got his break. He was really close to breaking. 
Uh, he was on that David Bowie performance on yes. SNL. Yes, SNL, right? That's I remember that. Up. And they talk about it in the documentary that they went out to dinner with them, and Iggy Pop was there at the dinner, and David Bowie got up and left for a little while, and Iggy Pop just kind of gave them this look, and he's like, you're in now. And David Bowie never talked to him again. It's like he never heard from David <laughs> oh Bowie. Oh, my God. And, wow. That's and, uh, rock and peace David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. He ended up, it's kind of sad, he ended up passing away from uh, AIDS. I thought so. Um and it was pretty sad in the documentary because at that point nobody nobody knew anything no, about sure. AIDS. Just nobody would come to visit him, so he just kind of died oh. alone. In a oh my god! But that guy, the voice on it, he had an eight octave range. He was really, a, yeah. just like Michael Bolton. <laughs> but yeah, just like Michael Bolton. I mean, I could could you hear Michael Bolton doing that? I'd like to, I'd like him to give it a go. <laughs> I, I I would too. Now that right? it comes to it. Well, Aaron, thanks. I'm glad you came down. Yeah, I am. Are, glad are you going to hang out? Or you got to leave? No, I'm going to hang out until Eat the pizza. We've got to go back to Alaska. We've got so many pizzas, so much yeah, pizza. It's, it's quite a long journey back to Alaska. All right. well, where do you, Where do you live? Uh, I just live here in North Hollywood. Now. Okay. And the kids are going to be. The kids are asleep now, so you're not missing anything at home. Or they're in the pool. And your wife, your wife's watching uh, all the soap operas that she yes. recorded this week. She's watching <laughs> her stories. <laughs> that right. possibly. <laughs> Mike Beats, you're, you're coming next. Is uh, West is driving with me, so he has to be last. What did you say? <laughs> you just stay right there, right there. While we change out, I have to uh, Daryl Asher. Yeah, get a piece of pizza, and I'll play. Daryl Asher also bought me. Nice. Yeah, I know. He bought me Dark Side of the Moon. It's a popular album. I think it was like on the charts for a while. And uh, yeah, this is this is like a super fancy version of Dark Side of the Moon. Really heavy. I assume that's the 180 grams. And uh, what am I gonna play here? Flip it around. I'm just gonna. You know what? I know it's cliched, but I know it'll sound good. And I'm just gonna play Money. Yeah, money always sounds good. I don't even care. Feels better in your pocket. Here we go. No, do break it in the sky. I just went with money. Right. Daryl wants me to sit down at home and listen to this start to finish. I told him I would. It's got all the stuff in it, too. It's got the posters and the postcards, stickers. There's a t-shirt in here, a Road Stories t-shirt. Wow, that really does sound good. So good. Pink Floyd. You did the Pink Floyd episode with us. Yeah, with Daryl, I think. Yeah, me, you, and Daryl. And then Daryl and I went and saw Roger Waters a couple years ago. Yeah, and me and Daryl went to see um, you know, Nick Mason. Yes, I, would love, I was out of town for that, too. I'd love to have seen that. It was, uh, I didn't know any of the songs. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Mm. The only thing that wasn't good was the drunk guy next to me. What is uh, with you? I don't know. Why do I attract the drunk person at the concert? Speaking of drunk people, 
Here comes Mike. Mike, Mike Beats doesn't drink. <laughs> you don't drink, do you, Mike? I don't not drink, but it's, I generally don't. Have you been drinking tonight? No. All right. I probably haven't had a drink in... Do you wish you were, having sat out and not being able to hear any of the music? I don't know. I'm going to drive my motorcycle home, so... Mm. What do you ride? I have a Moto Guzzi. Oh, I had a 78 T3. Wait, Wes, can I get a refreshment? Sorry, I don't... I got excited. I had a mouthful of Coke. A soda, please. I had a 78 T3. What do you have? A V7 Stone 2014. Oh, nice. You got a stack. Do you have it here? You want me to T1 up? Is that what they call it? The kids call it T1 up? We'll move into the 90s a little bit here. Oh, oh I love cool. that album. That's a good... Let's hold that. Let's get a picture. You, I've, I think I like every one of your albums you brought. <laughs> Mike, do you, do you listen to vinyl at home exclusively? No. 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 How, many, how much vinyl do you own? Two of those IKEA shelf things. Two squares. Two squares? Yeah. Do you mean eight squares? Nope. Time, no, two just squares. two squares. Okay. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I kicked your dog, sorry. Don't kick the dog. He's used to it. Okay. How old is Desmond? Just over one. All right. Desmond was here for the Madonna episode. Yeah. Now, uh, oh, did you do the Madonna episode? Yeah, me, Weston. Has that come out yet? Uh, At the time of this recording, it comes out. Okay. I was going to say, it comes out this Thursday. I'd like to hear that. I think we did did her justice. Sure. Who knew her after. um, um, we knew if we knew what some, was what, what, what's the delineation I'm trying to think music when the, what was the real I think me after music was when we were all just a little sketchy yeah that's where I get really like the rest of the world yeah like everybody else it's not yeah it's not like uh you know but music was great music was great yeah yeah she looks great on the album cover take it easy what you yelled at me for telling saying Susanna Hoffs was smoking that's because that's Pat's friend you yeah Madonna and I are tight. Okay. All right, what are we playing? What Six. do you got here? This is a Teenage Fan Club. Uh, their album is Bandwagon-esque from 1991. And which one are we going with? Six, Star Signs. Wow. Oh, Jesus. All right, go for a deep cut. One, two. Wow, I don't even know if it's clear down here. <clears throat> I think so. I like this album a lot. I think Pat will like it. Is this it? Yep. I'm getting good at cueing. I'm so happy we're recording. I just thought this wasn't going to happen. So this is all intro? Correct. They do have a lot of long intros on this album. Still very shoegazy. Mm-hmm. Is there a vocalist? Yeah. So there will be some editing. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, 
do you think of that, Pat? I do like that. I thought you might like yeah, it. Yeah, I do like that. And that's pretty that's representative of the yeah. album. So yeah. You would like the album. You, how might, many, you how, might know the single off that. How many albums does Teenage Fan Club own that I need to go buy now? Well, this is the one you should buy. Yeah, I don't know anything This is the else. one. Desmond, look else at Desmond them. loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, this, I think... Is, take a bite out of it. They, uh, they probably have t- 10 albums. Really? I only really know that album. I don't well, know anything. They're, they're all pretty good. Really? Yeah. I know nothing much more than that. Shake it at that That's dog so it'll jump up. I want to get that <clears throat> picture of him biting well, that album. He's interested in this uh, Sturgis. That was also... Uh, what? West, this is going to be a Weston Anthony question. What All was right. that? He's Pat, ready. Patton Oswald movie. This song was featured in. Oh, uh, the concept was in uh, Young Adult. Thank you. Young Adult with uh, What's Her Face? Charlize Theron. Yeah. Took place in Minnesota. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to get that album, Desmond. Jump up again. It's in very good condition. How oh. long have you had that? <laughs> All right. I got a bunch of pictures. I actually have like three. Co- I keep buying. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I've, in really good I've condition. Like a, I've got like a pink vinyl version. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. What's Stand next? In, Desmond, you pick. We'll stay in the 90s. <laughs> That's crazy. Desmond. Desmond, Go have a treat. Pour, pour some Diet Coke in a bowl for that dog. This was my wife's and I first concert. My wife, Mary. This was? This, uh, this band. You want to tell us what, who the band oh, was? No, Mike's up. We're doing the Flaming Lips. It's the Flaming Lips, Pat. All right. Oh, you know what? I didn't see that. I thought the band was called the Soft Bulletin. <laughs> I did. That makes Which, sense. Not a bad name for a band, the Soft not. Bulletin. Um, 20 years old today. Today? Not today. This, you this, are? This well, happy birthday, Mike. <laughs> I'm a very old 20. Uh, let's see. Let's do... Uh, do, you have, do you have a song that you like, uh, I love Race for the Prize. Okay, let's do it. Song okay. one, track one. Oh, it's track one. I've been keeping you in mind. Good job. Plus, they op- I saw them on uh, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots tour at the Palladium, and they opened with this song. Oh, and your girlfriend opened that show. Uh, Suzanne Hoffs? No, no. The other one you're trying to get on the show. Liz Fair. Liz, Liz Fair. Fair? Thank you. She opened that show. Just reached out to Liz Fair's people about her coming up to the Sketch Fest. Oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. They said, uh, that's too far away. Yeah. You need a San Francisco-based musician up there. Who am I going to You or Lewis? Yeah, why not? What about the news? Bring them. Chris Isaacs? They want someone that like, is kind of hip, I think, after that. my last couple people. <laughs> then <laughs> they why need... are they coming to you? <laughs> well. Listen, Weird Al was perfect. Yeah. Because Get MC Hammer? Weird Al was perfect. Uh, What's-his-face? Hagar was perfect because he's a San Francisco yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, the, Isaac's not a bad idea. Or you, some sort of San Francisco-based person. All right.
That was great. Oh, so fantastic. I've never heard this in my life. It's fantastic. So good. And man, that takes me right back to my wife and I dating when we first met her. Oh, that song is... Oh, when you guys were in love? Back in the good old days. Is this whole album good? Yes. This is unbelievable. He just played two things I gotta go buy. Yeah. And not on vinyl. And I highly, I recommend uh, Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots also. Well, how about that album they put out that's four albums that you have to play simultaneously? Yeah, it's like Zakira or something. Yeah, have you ever, I've never even embarked on it, have you? I just, I just bought like the thing where you act, where they've done it for you. Oh, okay. I've not done, right. I think they, they used to do a parking lot concert. Okay. They, is that what they would do? And then they would have like people in the audience with their get cars. Get closer, get closer. With their cars. There you go. They would put the tapes in and have everyone start them at the same time. Okay. And they would do the whole concert in the parking lot. Oh, that's that cool. That sounds like a ton of work. <laughs> All right. I'm jumping in uh, with a, a band called The Beatles. This is from some... This, I don't think this has ever been released on CD. This is The Beatles at the Hollywood Bowl. Right. Right? It's not on CD. Yes. No. Is there a reason yes. it's not? No, it's on CD now. It is on CD? You're saying it is. There's a version of it. There's a version of it, but not this exact that, version. That original version, yeah, they didn't... Uh, all right. Does your dog ever get out? Yeah. <laughs> Is this like the first time he's Wester, been out? Wester, are you wearing Axe body spray? Because Desmond loves it. Did you, did you only spray your calf? Because that's where the dog is loving it. And Westman not didn't complain about anything, just over there giving just trivia while the dog humps his leg. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Getting assaulted. Um, so the last time we did this uh, was with my friend Dara McGarry, who lives in London, and she was in town for the holidays, and we did an all-vinyl Beatles episode mm-hmm. uh, at my house, and then everyone told me that the turntable was playing a little too fast. Oh, I, had a co- I had tons of complaints about that. Oh, that's right, because I, I, I think I texted you when I listened yes, to Yes, my friend has to text me about it. You just can't let that fly? Well, I, I, I take pride in this, in your show. <laughs> so... Um, so that's one of the reasons that I that I decided to seek out a new turntable because mm-hmm. the one we were using was uh, Kyle's Audio Technica. Okay. So I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna jump right here with a Hard Day's Night. Let's hear what this live version like. Oh, there's a crowd there. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and it's called Hard Day's Night. It's been a hard. Sounds great. Sounds really great. Sounds great. And you know, there aren't very many live Beatles albums. We all know that. No, because what, they tour for four years? That, and it was all crowd. The crowd just wouldn't show. The crowd up. would just bury everything, man. So, but that sounded great. I've never heard that. Do you think they hooked up with any of those girls? How do you think uh, Ringo wrote Sweet 16? I know he didn't uh, write it. <laughs> <laughs> you just, Poor turned, West you, just, just, I just made that joke in front of a bunch of music nerds. It was not going to fly. No. Uh, who, he, he didn't write it. Who who, who uh, produced the Hollywood Bowl show? What's his face? What? No, who produced the Hollywood Bowl show? What do you mean, Bob Eubanks? Bob Eubanks. Oh, the presenter. Yeah. He produced this show. Yeah, presented by Bob Eubanks. Is that true? West. What's on this album? Twist and Shout, She's a Woman, Dizzy Ms. Lizzie, Ticket to Ride, Can't Buy Me Love, 
things we said today, Roll Over Beethoven, Boys, Hard Day's Night. I like Help. Boys. That's a Ringo song. All My Lovin', She Loves You, and they close out with Long, Toss, Long Tall Sally. Mm. This is Dara's album. Let me see. Oh, she cut, left it for you? Uh, I have all her beats. She has every Beatles album, like the, 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 wow. Ameri- the U.S. Uh, releases and the, uh, and the U.K. releases, and they're, they're kept at my house. Uh, Desmond's getting it on again over there with uh, Wes. What's, what is it with you, Wes? Hey, no idea. These other guys feel, uh, feel inferior. <laughs> Desmond, sit down. All right, what's next? Oh, Bob Eubanks doesn't get a credit on this. It's huh, weird. Hmm. All right, well, I'll put it over here, and you can look at it later. Because he's a big <laughs> Trump supporter. What? Who is? Eubanks. Eubanks is? That I album so. came out years ago. Trump's old. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we'll stay in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go. Murray's favorite band of all time. Yes. My favorite band of all time as well. Oh, awesome. You got a U2 tattoo, right? I, I have uh, two of them. Two of them. Where does this album rank for you? It, it fluctuates. It's Zuropa, by the way. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's probably middle, probably five to eight. All right. Hmm. All right. What's your favorite U2 album? Probably Octung Baby. Oh, mine too. Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah. So yeah. it's not special for Mike and I? But no, a lot of people say that that's their, their favorite. Well, I think there's a there's a delineation right there. Yep. I think a lot of people who people who stayed on the train mm-hmm. give that their best time. People who bailed after that go backwards. Yes, yeah, that's you know what I, right. does that make sense? And then they'll pick it back up at uh, where Pat all the things or all, whatever the with beautiful day on it. Oh, uh, all that you can't leave behind. Yeah, because that was sort of a return to yeah. guitar yeah. rock. That's yeah. my favorite. Of the YouTube it's albums. great. I was listening to it at the gym yeah. today. It's great. I looked for that on vinyl now that I have a turntable. Mm-hmm. Too rich for my blood. Zuropa and Pop get, uh, get shit on a lot, but I like them both. Yep. I think we're going to play... Um, I think we'll play Lemon. Lemon. And this is spread out over two, uh, two discs. Yeah, yeah, they put two extra songs on it. And, yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of when they change the single album into a double album. You've got to flip it after two and a half songs. Want to hear Lemon? Yeah, I'm not that. a fan of the giant lemon they came out of <laughs> in the Pop Mart tour. Did you see that? Did you yes, see it here? I saw that tour. Yeah, Down. So, oh, I, see it. I see it. I see it. Did you see it with uh, Rage Against the Machine opening? Yep. Yep. I, th- I think in I think they were in the Metrodome in Minnesota. Oh, you saw it out there. Yep. I grew up in Minneapolis. Oh, for some reason I thought you grew up here. Falsetto Bono. Sure is. Falsano. Now let me ask you guys a question. Since uh, since Octung Baby is both of your favorite U2 albums, were you disappointed by this album because it, it's the one that came out after Octung Baby? 
I was not. I thought Zuropa as an opening track just seemed like sort of a continuation mm-hmm. of Octane Baby. And if I'm not, they recorded it on tour. Yeah. They, yeah. So it would kind of goes hand in hand if you were a fan of that and following the tour and, and what they were doing. Um, it kind of went hand in hand. As a matter of fact, the bootleg from uh, that tour I had, which I think you can get it now legally, <laughs> you know, they're like, they talk about. Um, how great it is to record an album while you're on tour. And they have Johnny Cash on The Wanderer. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. You don't like it? I, no. I'm not down with that. All right. Sorry. It's all right. Sorry, Cash heads. It's all right. Rock and Peace Cash or Country and Peace, however you want to do it. Eh, rock and Peace, you too. What? Not yet. <laughs> Here's another album I found yesterday that was still sealed. This is my favorite UFO album. The Wild, The Willing, and The Innocent. Okay. So I'm going to destroy your ears with some of this. Oh, hello, Desmond. How are you? Are you done, Mike? No, Mike's not done. Okay. I'm going to play... Wes is stuck here. He can't go anywhere. No, he can't go anywhere. This is a song called Lonely Heart. I know not much of UFO. Sarah has her dreams and makes her plans. Get what she wants when she you know what? I remember playing this on the show already, so I'm going to play Making Moves instead. Here we go. Dedicate that one to my BFF, Tom Neuerberg. The only other UFO fan out there. So wait, wasn't a Shanker in that band? Not at this time. Okay. This is my my favorite era is without Michael Shanker. And was he an original member? Yeah. Okay. And he ditched about how long out after? Uh, Four or five albums. Hey, what's up, Desmond? What's their big hit? Uh, I don't know. Lights Out. Lights Out. Too Hot to Handle. Was he on Lights Out? Yes. Okay. Oh, look at this. Somebody took, their, oh. somebody took their uh, platinum album well, off their well, wall. Well. Uh, is this the Lost in Translation it soundtrack? Is. Oh, my God. Is it good? Or is that a Sunny. bad, oh, my God? No, I hate that movie. Really? Yes. It's so terrible. It's a bad ending, that's for sure. It's a terrible movie. It's Bill Murray like you've never seen him. And then he's in the karaoke bar being Bill Murray. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this makes me so angry. Okay, careful, uh, how's careful. the music, Kurt, though? Kurt could have wrote that. How's the music? <laughs> song eight. Glad we're not talking about it. Band is called Phoenix. The song is called Too Young. Wow, it's really difficult to. F- okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Maybe here. <clears throat> I don't even think I've heard of Phoenix this far back. How many tracks are on this side? This is from two thousand. How many tracks eight. are on this side? Eight. 
Oh, awesome. okay. I think. I well, got when it. did their breakthrough album come out? Uh, Is this it? Wolfgang. I lived in LA at the time, so. Is this been... it? Nope. Next one. Oh, no wait. wait. You on the right side? Is that it? No. Is this it? Yep. Yeah, Mike Beats and Desmond have left the building. I did like that song, Mike. I had a question for Mike. Mike, I like that song. If you have a question, just ask Wes Anthony. Oh, right. Wes, when did, when did Phoenix, the Phoenix album that hit, what, Wolfgang Amadeus, what, do you know what I'm talking about? Wolfgang Amadeus. Whatever it's called. Amadeus. Wolf, anybody following me on this one? I'm familiar with Phoenix. All right. Wow, we stumped, we stumped the trunk. This is a, this is a great looking uh, album. I'm going to take a picture of this. I want to see what else is on it. Stump the trunk. Let's get out of here. It's not your turn yet. Look at this album cover. Look at the album cover. I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's Black Widow's butt. Oh right. yeah, that's a Black Widow. Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix came out in 2009, so that makes sense. That song was terrific. Are you familiar with Phoenix? Not very. That song was great, Mike. It's very. uh, It's it's a good representation of them. Yes. So. Did you leave Desmond outside because the the homeless people eat dog? He'll fight them off. Okay. He'll hump them. Is he just tied up out there? Yeah. Poor guy. He's going. You got crazy when Daddy sat down at the. Well, he ate his shirt. Turntable. <laughs> um, I didn't hear Phoenix until 2009 when Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix came out. So that's cool. I didn't know they were Stop on the soundtrack. Can I say those three words Wolfgang together? Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. I only said it right it's once. It's a good cover. It is. Good cover, album cover. What's your next? Uh, what's your next? Uh, well, let's do one music? more. One more. All right. This is a, it's a hard and fast choice. You got replacements there. You got Weezer. You got, you, got, uh, you got a band I've been listening to for two weeks now on yeah. the bottom there. I can do this. They have a they have a they have a three album run that is amazing. The one before this, this, and then the one after. Uh, yes, it, I mean it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the stuff after. He died. No, the the one after. Uh, what are they, is it called? X or ten? X. X. The one mm-hmm. after. Yeah. Then the, the music after X is still good, but it doesn't have this. It will. It turned it, to me. It turned a little more. We're talking about in excess people. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they had more horns after that. I don't know. Mm. It, I was not, I'm it not doesn't have that jangly guitars. Man, that yeah. And then the first two albums are different. Are you familiar with all their stuff? Nope. You don't like listen like thieves. That's the one. Isn't that yeah, that yeah, one that's the one that comes before this. Oh, all right. Then what? But, we got Shabu Shaba. That's their third album. Okay. And then The Swing is their fourth album. Right. Where, but, you, where does your run start? Uh, Listen, with like, Listen thieves. like Thieves, uh, Kick. Welcome and, to wherever you are. And X. 
X. Oh, isn't it Welcome to Over Here before X? No. It's after. Oh, it's I right like after. Welcome. I like Welcome. That's not bad either. But, but you don't like the early. You don't like the early stuff, is what you're saying. The first two albums, you've probably never even heard them. They're really. They don't sound like this at all. Oh, really? Then. She- <laughs> <laughs> then Shabu Shaba sorry, has man. a couple good what are tracks. We talking about music, I don't understand. <laughs> okay, have you listened to the first In Excess album called uh, In Excess? No. All right. Of course, I have. What about the second one, Underneath the Colors? Probably not. No. no, no. But I have listened to the first no. one. No. no. I'm looking them up now. No. 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 All right. What song are we gonna play? Six. The last one on this album. This is gonna. This is gonna. Uh, no pun intended. This is gonna kick. Hey yo. This is Tiny Daggers. Oh, that's a good song. I mean, Michael Hutchins was a rock star. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He idolized Jim Morrison. I yeah. mean, just, I feel so bad for this band that, because, um, you know, Andy Ferris and, and Hutchinson, am I saying that right? Hutchins. 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 They, um, they wrote the, all, you know, all the mm-hmm. songs. But I mean, it's so sad that those, uh, you can't replace Michael Hutchins. Yeah. But it's so sad that they couldn't find someone that could just go out and sing the hits with them that could sing it close. You know what I mean? It's weird that the, it's weird that they can't find. Yeah. I mean, maybe they don't want to do it, but I, I feel, I feel like as soon as he died, that, that band was done. Do you feel like they were, when they looked, they were more looking for the look than the voice. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you can't, I mean, he's such a great looking dude Mm -hmm. and just, uh, like I said, rock star, but you would think they could find someone that could, could sound like him. I don't know. Uh, I know I told the story before, but when he died, they did a big benefit concert with an NXS played, and Bono, who was really good friends, yeah. um, volunteered to sing, and they went with Terrence Trent Darby. All right, maybe that might be the first mistake <laughs> after he died. I don't know. But it just no seems offense like to after, Terrence Trent Darby. After rock and all peace. these years, you'd think that is Trent, no, Terrence Trent. No, but he's not at all. Soon. Rock and Peace Michael Hutchins, or as I call him, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. You know, I'm looking at the. I'm familiar with just about everything except underneath the colors. You don't know anything off that first album. What are you talking about? You know My girlfriend that. in high school had this first album. That's where I first... Uh, the first two albums don't sound like the classic... I don't care what they sound like. My I'm girlfriend t- has... She's, edu- she's, she's a big NXS She's a big NXS Trying to educate the listeners. All right, go on. What else we got? I think he's, he's, cash, he's cashing it in. I, I guess we can do one more. We can talk about the... Afer- All right. The aforementioned Susanna Hoffs. Yeah, Susanna Hoffs. This is the, one of the best covers of all time. I didn't even know this was a cover when I first heard it. I didn't know for many years that this was not. What's the song? Well, it's a cover by the Bangles. Oh, the Bang- I thought it was Susanna Hoff's single. No. Oh, so it's the Paul, uh, Simon Garfunkel cover? Yeah. yeah. But I is this no the idea. soundtrack? Or yeah, is it on is... an album? Or is it a soundtrack only? 
Uh, yeah, I, but then I mean, it's appeared on greatest hits sure. since then. But yeah, this was the last song here. This is uh, on the uh, less than zero, and I'd go better than the original. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I mean, it is. Yeah. Did Rick Rubin produce this song? Yeah. Who said that? Who do you think? West Anthony said it. Must be true. Can I see the less than zero soundtrack? Yeah. I, I'm loving this. By the way, this is fantastic. How often do you hand MP3s over to look at the light credits? This is great. I love it. I would hand you an MP3, but you're looking at surf videos. So gorgeous. That is so great. So good. This soundtrack is good. You got Public Enemies, Bring the Noise on here. You got um, Going Back to Cali, LL Cool J. You got a bunch of covers. You got Inagata yeah. DeVita covered by Slayer. Rockin' Pneumonia, The Boogie Woogie Flu by Aerosmith. By Awful Smith. <laughs> I can't stand Aerosmith. I don't like Aerosmith anymore. Rock and Roll Night, I'm assuming, is Poison covering Kiss. I don't yes. know if that's... Yes, it Okay. Is. Yeah. That's got to be terrible. Oh, I'm sure it is. Um, I can't listen to Aerosmith anymore. You came around? I yeah I don't know what has happened but I just I'm not into them man, anymore. I never got into them, man. I think for like a, that short and early '90s after they cleaned up, I kind of liked a few of their singles, but like off Pump or even the '70s it like, stuff. Now it just seems tainted to me. I, I like Sweet Emotion. I like Sweet Emotion. I like Janie's Got a Gun. Yeah, those are both. I, yeah, those are both good songs. I like Living but, on the Edge. Yeah, you know what? I love Aerosmith. Yeah, I love them. I'm back on board. You guys convinced me. Who knew you guys can name three songs? I'm right back on board. Who knew the two guys who hate them? I convinced you to like them. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know. When I did that uh, Aerosmith episode with, uh, I think it was with uh, Joe Becht, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was so excited to listen to those albums. And then when I did, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, man, I never got it. I never got into it. Isn't it weird that this is a sticker? It is weird that it's a sticker. Oh, on the album? Did you buy this used? Was it, did someone peel the sticker off their label and then stick it on the album? By the way, isn't that 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 famous scene where that's they're Iron Man right there, where they're making out Tony in the car Stark. within the bikers drive by? Is that in this? That's in this movie. It's, you don't remember the big it's, scene? It's in all those movies. I know, but it, it happens right here on Ventura Boulevard down the street. Oh, does it? Yeah, you oh, guys can act right, it out, yeah. and then uh, Mike can ride by on his you, yeah. Wes, <laughs> Kurt. You guys make out, right? And then Wes can well, just ride back and forth on Wes, his motorcycle. Desmond was already making out with Wes, <laughs> <laughs> so we got that covered. All right, well, Mike, thanks for coming and uh, you know bringing all this stuff. You brought you brought some good tunes. Thanks for having me. The stuff we didn't play was Weezer. You got an original what half speed mastered. And we're all fine with that. Of the Blue album. Yeah, Weezer. Yeah, and I brought Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Um, but Rock. I thought we would... Dive into some stuff we've never... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, good deal. That's great. Good deal. I enjoyed that a lot. Thank you. Kurt. Well, Wes, we ran out of time, which is weird. <laughs> we're, we're out of time. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. 
I think Desmond and I may leave. Okay. Well, thank you for hey, coming. Hey, keep in touch, man. It's nice to see you again. I should have put him on first because the, 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 the dog. Well, we didn't know his dog was a fucking weirdo. I didn't know the dog was going to get horny. What? Last time it was very sad. He sat at your feet and didn't do anything. But none of us was wearing Axe body spray. <laughs> Two hours and 13 minutes. Thanks for hanging in. Yeah. I this guess. is closing it out, so you're going to stay. Yeah, but this guy talks forever. He's not, we're, we're not going to let him. Well, okay. this is the part of the podcast where Murray stops listening and doesn't come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that little girl in signs who leaves half full glasses of water all over the house. And one day, all of Murray's unfinished podcasts will repel an alien invasion. Oh, well, I was going to say, I also don't finish podcasts once. Okay, thanks, Mike. Oh, boy. I appreciate it. If I start it, yeah, I don't know what it is. Do you have a reason? Well, I, I feel like you lose the flow. Yeah, absolutely. The flow's gone. I I do like the I do like being in the moment in a podcast. All right, I've been practicing that. Here's some this more. is one of my albums that I that my dad sold on me. I don't have anymore. What a jerk! Totally. <laughs> so here's one, uh, another one from the Beatles, and um, this album just celebrated its uh, what, 52nd anniversary. That's right. This very day. To June 1st. June 1st, 1967. Look at that. I didn't even know. How old were you, Pat? Uh, 52 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, 14? <laughs> no. Uh, um, three. Hmm. Here's the title track. You might have heard this. I love that guitar. Me too. I heard that about you. That was better drumming than Ringo. God, they were so good. <laughs> I, I know it's no shit, but God damn it, they're so good. Yeah, you know, George Martin was considered the fifth Beatle. <laughs> he might have had a lot to do with the uh, with it. <laughs> then what was um, uh, the keyboard player? He was Billy the, Preston. The, Billy Preston was the fifth yeah. Well, Beatle. Billy Preston. There were several people where I mean, Eric Clapton was considered a fifth Beatle. Right. So Ringo, so was Ringo so. was considered the fourth Beatle. <laughs> And so was Brian Epstein, right? For a while, he was considered the fifth Beatle? Yeah. Actually, I think Ringo was considered a fifth Beatle because <laughs> people were still clinging to Pete Best. And oh. because Paul would play drums. <laughs> what do you got for us? This is the thing you've been talking about. I've been hearing about this all day long from the time you got in my car. Oh, you have not neither. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to switch it to, uh, to 45 no, for this. Watch how hard this is. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You were telling me in the car that, oh, no, I got to do this this elaborate thing. It, it, it seemed tricky to me. 
Yeah, but it's not. It's not tricky it's at all. You showed it to me, and it's not like you're like operating the Large Hadron Collider or something. Is, is every, I don't know what that line what was. What the fuck was he talking about? Just, <laughs> Jesus. Are I'm you having assuming, a stroke? I'm what just, was that? Is he? I'm assuming that's, uh, that's some Back to the Future thing. <laughs> no, okay, so I'm going to... Well, first of all, uh, how many do I get to play? Well, how many? I'm leaving in 20 minutes. <laughs> all right, we'll play them all back to back. Well, no, because... How many do you have? I don't... Well, I got a bunch, but I don't want to, you know, my... I don't know. I wasn't planning on playing everything, but also... Five? And then I brought... Oh, yeah, this don't say any... That's, that's not going to count amongst that, mine. That doesn't I count. I that for you, which, you know, you'll get into later. Yes. So, well, okay. I mean, everybody else, I think, went with four, so I'm going to go with four. All right. And uh, this first one, I... Kurt I, only played three. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think it's... Well, anyway. Are you taking an average? <laughs> Kurt's new. Kurt's you can new. play. You can play four. Kurt, but, when, you, when you were coming here tonight, what'd you tell... Where'd your wife ask where you were going? She's actually started listening to the podcast. Oh, okay, great. What's your wife's name? I'm sorry? What's your wife's name? Kim. Kim. I was hoping the story would be, she would say, where are you going? Are you cheating on me? <laughs> I was hoping that would be the story, but no, it's not. Okay. She could have come along. She already had some other plans. Okay. <laughs> Kurt, I want to say, I wanna say uh, as opposed to Pat Francis, Kim sounds like a nice woman. Yeah, she does sound sounds great. Sounds like a great woman. And clearly, uh, she prefers woman. to listen to the show from a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> um... Now, I, I picked this one to start with because uh, uh, I love The Who, as uh, I know you do, Pat. Yes, and, I love them. And this song, I mean, I couldn't believe when I read this, but this is has only ever been a B-side. Uh, it never appeared on any of their albums. You can hear it now on their, their box set, 30 Years of Maximum R&B. But it's one of my favorite Who songs. It's one of my favorite John Entwistle songs. This is called Heaven and Hell. Is this written by John? Yeah. Does John sing it? Yep. Who plays bass? Gee, that's a good one. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. All right. You can probably tell by listening. I think it's Emily so on base. Oh yeah. On top of the sky is a place where you go. John went, went, John went, John went. You remember John went? Wonder if John, John went in 2000, what, three? 2000, 2002, uh, 2002. I was close. Yeah. Are John's solo albums any good? I wonder. Like, I, I, I like his songs when they're on who albums. Even Boris the Spider. I like, yeah, I like Boris the Spider. I like my wife. I like 905. I don't even have to get mad about it. <laughs> I just said I liked his albums. Yeah, but I mean, his songs. But Boris the Spider. I've never heard a single John Entwistle solo That's album. That's weird, I've isn't it? I've played plenty of Pete Townsend solo albums. I've listened to a few of uh, Roger Daltrey's, mm -hmm. but I've never listened to a John Entwistle I wonder song. why that is. Yeah, because I love his songs in The Who. There's very few that I, I will take a pass on. Well, if anyone out there knows what the best John Entwistle album is, uh, we transfer it to me, and I will pass it along to West, and we'll give it a listen. They called him The Ox. They did, and Thunderfingers. And the quiet one. Yeah, a lot of nicknames for that guy. Yeah, and he the, had more and, than his share. And I love that uh, <clears throat> that leather bone skeleton uh, 
suits that he wore. Yeah, those seem like a waste of money. <laughs> no, but you got to figure. You got to figure. You can only wear him on tour. Well, that's when he's going to wear them. Can't wear him out and about. He, he's not a showman. He stays in the back. Sure. He needed something to stand out. Because mm-hmm. you got Pete and you got Roger and you got What's-His-Face whacking it up on the drums. He needed something to stand out <laughs> so, yeah. he, so you could see him in the dark. True. All right. <laughs> All right. By the way, my nickname's Thunderfingers also. Okay. Get, For very different get reasons. Get Desmond in here. <laughs> okay. That's what you keep this one on 45, uh, although it's a 12-inch single. Um, yeah, do I got to keep going back and forth here? No, actually, I'm going to make sure that you don't have all to right, do that. Thank you. See how considerate I am, <laughs> despite all your complaining. <laughs> but, this is on the Enigma Records label. I remember this. Wow, yeah, wow. and this is, this is actually the lead-off track of the Smithereens' uh, second album, Green Thoughts, from 1988. Uh, I, I don't know why I brought the, the, uh, this 12-inch single version instead to, of the whole album. You wanted to be trouble. Uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, this is the first track on the album, and I really love the Smithereens. are one of my favorite bands. <laughs> Rock and Peace. Only a Memory. Yes. Pat Denunzio. Denizio. Damn it. <laughs> It's even an Italian from Jersey like myself has a hard time saying it. It's a great song. You can hear the Beatles' influence in that guitar riff, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and The Who is, is one of their big influences, too. I don't know. Are you that familiar with the, with the Smithereens, Pat? I'm not, but I really like that. I think you'll really like them. I, yeah, that's it's something I've been thinking about uh, getting you to do an episode on the Smithereens one of these days. Well, are you at all interested in Marshall Crenshaw fronting them? I am. Yeah. I, would, I would like to hear that. I know, they, they know each other from way back. He right. played keyboards on their first album. Yeah, they chose him, so they must be okay with him. I didn't ask if they were interested in him. I asked if Wes they was seem interested. To be, they seem to be I'm fine sure they're with fine it. with it. I'm sure they're really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't, uh, I didn't go to that. That would, have, that would have introduced me to the Smithereens music. And you're a Marshall Crenshaw and fan. I, and I'm a Marshall Crenshaw fan. Yeah. He's been a friend of the show. My friend, my friend Marshall. Sure. That would be cool. Now, is that a 45 or is that one of those you get off the uh, cereal boxes? You can pop no, this... that. You could pop that out back in the day, though. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't and I didn't. That's an original 45 from 1964. Oh, okay. Do you want me to pop that out? Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, uh, this is Scylla Black, you know, uh, at the, the, you know, in the middle of the British invasion. This is a Burt Backrack Hell David song that she covered. It was produced by George Martin. It went to number one in the UK. It didn't do much of anything at all here because we already had the Dionne Warwick version. And a later study from the BBC determined that this was the biggest-selling female single in the 1960s. Yep. This version or combined? This song. What's the song? It's Anyone Who Had a Heart by Scylla Black. I love this. Anyone who ever loved could look at me and know that I love you. Anyone who ever dreamed Look at me and know I dream of you. Knowing I love you so. 
pretty stellar. Do you like it? Nah. No, why not? <laughs> I don't know. You don't like female singers. I don't like females. <laughs> I don't know. That's I got nothing old- against it. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's one of the oldest records in my collection. I think I like that idea of it. I like that aspect of it. Is it okay if I put you afraid <clears throat> that I'm going to do something to it? No, I'm not afraid of that. Oh my God, that popped out. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here real quick because when, uh, when I got this turntable, my wife was like, you're going to start buying vinyl now? I go, no, I'm not going to start buying vinyl now. You just step off. I said, step off. Right. That's what I said. Step off. Put it back on 33. But just acting like uh, a Kim. And um, We can leave it there right? for the rest of the show. <laughs> just lost her uh, as a listener, but, by the way. But I decided if I was going to buy vinyl, I would just buy my favorite album by the bands I like. So like, it's a good thing. You only like five bands. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so like if I, you know, so if I'm going to get a queen album, it'll be the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's going to be, if I get a cheap trick album, I'm going to get uh, heaven tonight. That, that type of thing. Just my thing. If I, if that's, if I'm going to buy, if I'm going to buy vinyl, that's sure. what I'm going to do. So I had to buy, this is my favorite album of all time by the who. And this is who's next. I can drop it anywhere. Cause all these songs are absolutely are stellar, but I'm going to go with uh, getting in tune. Don't touch my album. (laughs) It's my favorite album of all time. Bar none. I'm singing this note because it fits in well with the chords I'm playing. I can't pretend there's any meaning here. Things I'm saying, but I'm in tune, right in tune. I'm in tune, and I'm gonna tune, riding on you, riding on you, riding on you. Gee, I wonder why this is your favorite album. This album is phenomenal. <laughs> I know, but it's but <laughs> I love it. There isn't a dud in the bunch. The, all right, even the not who fan could name knows all, but <laughs> right. one maybe two songs on this album. Yep. So we start love, off with never, Bob O'Reilly. Yep, hmm. bargain. Yeah, mm. love ain't for keeping. I think so. That what? might be one some people aren't familiar with. I'm all right. Everyone gets played on the radio at nauseum if I'm saying that word right. I don't even know. My wife, your favorite John Wilson song, wife. right up there with Boris Spider. My wife. Song is over. Getting in tune. Going mobile. One of my favorite Who songs. Behind blue eyes. Won't get, get fooled, fooled again. again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Where do you go from there, man? Now, here's what's weird: is that so far, the Who has put out four like super deluxe editions of their albums. Mm-hmm. But not, and this, not this isn't one. one of them. <laughs> it's really weird. I mean, they even did one for their first album, which is like far from their best. They yes. put up, yeah, they get, they got super deluxe editions of uh, My Generation, Tommy, Live at Leeds, and Quadrophenia. They just leaped right over who's next. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I that is either. Weird. That's the only the thing I, I can would think buy. of is that maybe they're waiting for the 50th anniversary, which would be in 2021. But I'm pretty it, sure everybody's going to be done buying physical media by then, so yeah. they'll have lost the market. Yeah. Guys, let's do it. <laughs> get, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll come out this year. Who knows? Maybe. maybe let's all meet here when it does. <laughs> we'll do track by track. 
What is this thing? I wouldn't mind. Now, okay, this is a really weird and unfortunate coincidence. I was planning on bringing this like several days ago. I've been, you know, figuring out what I'm going to bring like for the better part of last week. And I knew I was going to bring this because there's a song in here that I want to play. It's one of my, this is my favorite tribute album. And the song that I'm going to play is one of my all-time favorite psychedelic songs. And this is called, the album is called Where the Pyramid Meets the Eye. It's a tribute to Rocky Erickson of the 13th Floor Elevators, who at the moment that we're recording this just died yesterday. It's really weird. but Along with Leon Redbone. did Did you cause this? No, I don't think I did. Rock in peace. <laughs> Leon Redbone no, no, and Rocky Erickson was, a, mur- it was who, a murder suicide. I don't know who this is at all. You, you, got, very, you got very excited. Oh, yeah. You ever heard the song You Ever Gonna Miss 13th? Me by the 13th Floor Elevators? I'm, you've seen High Fidelity? Yeah. That song leads off the movies, okay. the soundtrack. Okay. You know? And the 13th Floor Elevators were a pioneering psychedelic band. And then uh, Rocky, there's a whole documentary about him called You're Gonna Miss Me, which you can find on Netflix. And I mean, he went through a great deal of, uh, of mental uh, instability issues. And, you know, he kept coming back, you know, after the 13th Floor Elevators broke up and, you know, got out of an institution and recorded several solo albums. And yeah, he was like 71, I believe. And he, real he just rough, passed away. A real rough go of it for a while there. Yeah, exactly. You can watch the documentary and find out about it. But there's like, I mean, ZZ Top plays on this album. Uh, let's see. Bongwater, uh, Richard Lloyd, R.E.M. Well, Bongwater is, on is uh, what's her face's band? Who? <sighs> Ann Magnuson. Yes, Ann Magnuson. Thank yeah. you. I saw them at Amoeba. Who are we talking? Oh, I was talking to you about Amoeba. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Butthole Surfers are on here. Uh, T Bone Burnett, who, you know, produced uh, stuff for the, the Coen brothers yeah, for their absolutely. soundtracks. And um, the Jesus and Mary Chain. Actually, the Jesus and Mary Chain and ZZ Top both played the same song. It, That's weird. It, who, does, who wore it best? <laughs> <laughs> I give it to ZZ Top, frankly, but, uh, but this song here, uh, this is, uh, it's by a guy named Julian Cope who oh, yeah. did solo stuff. And he had a band early in the eighties with called the Deer, the teardrop explodes. He rewrote, uh, the, the lyrics of this song substantially and made it even more psychedelic if such a thing is possible. But I absolutely adore this song. It's called, I have always been here before. So rock and peace, Rocky Erickson, Rocky in peace. <laughs> Is it going to get louder? Yeah, it fades in. Okay. I just don't want to kill our eardrums. From the long barrows of Wiltshire to the pyramids From the stone circles that challenge the scientists And the Neolithics that tread the ancient avenues The children that die forevermore exist for the caveman won't leave you alone For you and your gods alone For leaving the centuries For leaving the centuries I have always been here before I like that. Good songs today, guys. Huge, hugely a, influential. Yeah, uh, it's got such a great groove to it. And then that, the song that you pointed out that he did, uh, which a lot of people would know from the 80s, is World Shut Your Mouth. By Julian Cope. Which was produced by Ed Stasium. Oh, look at that. Who uh, also produced around. the Ramones and the Smithereens. 
And uh, who would be lovely and, if you could get him on the show? Um, I, I think I can, but I think I have to go to his house. So are you going to go with me, West? If you want me to, I'll call in sick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> to meet Ed Stacey? Were you kidding me? <laughs> when I saw that Dave Grohl concert where he played, where everybody came out and sang with him, the uh, guitar player from um, uh, Caius, then they became... Uh, Queens, of the Queens, Queens of the Stone Age. The guitar player from Queens of the Stone Age came out and they played a Rocky Erickson song and I can't remember which one it was. That, uh, kind, of, that kind of went nowhere. That's cool. <laughs> it's just a story. It's fine. Speaking of going nowhere, I got five minutes. I got to split. Yeah, and then so. we're, it's going to be done in a minute. Okay. So I bought this the other day too. It's used. It's pretty bad shape, but I knew Jeff, uh, I know Jeff Tate was coming in. So I got uh, for five ninety nine. I found uh, Tom Petty, Southern Accents. It's pretty beat up, but... I'm going to pay tribute again to Tom Petty. So I'm going to play a song called Dogs on the Run. Do you know this song, Murray? I do not. Oh, look, at that's very warped, isn't it? Look at oh, that. Holy crap. Wow. This is bad. That's making wait, me Wait, wait, hang on, hang on a second. Does it work? It's playing. Oh, okay. What's on out there? Lots of pops and crackles. Back when the wind was cold and blew them around. When we laid our blankets on the ground. No wonder it was $4.99. Yeah. yeah I, I do know this song. Straight into the sun, left the cold out on the ground like a dog on the I love this song. That's a cool band photo on the back. Yeah, of that. I didn't really dig this album at all because I didn't like. Um, I liked the hits. You didn't like the hits. The hit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like. I, I thought I liked "Don't Come Around Here No More," and then I heard it on the radio after watching it on MTV, and I realized, oh no, I just like the video. That, that's a song that kind of wears off after a little while. Yeah. Did you Did you read the book? That uh, Pat, did you read the book that I gave you? No, not yet. It's sitting on the side of my uh, my bedside. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should read it. It's the, yeah, I know I should read it. <laughs> I'm going, find, trying to find time to read it. Get a little tense uh, in here, Wes. The, in the, uh, the the thirty-three and a third series of books, a uh, guy. It just came out like a couple of months ago. A guy wrote a book about Southern accents, and it's and when did it come out? It was like a couple of months ago. Okay, well, give me a chance to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really good. Uh, it, it kind of it, it's an interesting explanation of uh, of Tom Petty's motives, and then it's sort of an examination in 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 its own way of. Uh, Racism in the South, and how the, the the author posits that that record was one of the biggest mistakes that, of Tom Petty's career. But at the same time, it was a mistake that he had to make in order to you know turn things around and come back, which he did in a big way. After that, well, now I don't have to read it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, then, well then give it to Murray. He he could you know I'm sure he needs something on his bedside. I got to be honest. The album that came <laughs> after this was not. His big comeback, though, it was uh, "Let Me no, Know If was, I Had Enough." Yeah, but it was, "Full Moon Fever" was the thing that it really, yeah. really just turned around for him. It's still four years after this album, was it four years? Yeah, eighty-five and then eighty-nine. Oh my gosh, it doesn't even seem like. But that's that long. that's a Heartbreakers album. "Full Moon Fever" wasn't a Heartbreakers album. No, no, but I mean, it's, it's Tom Petty who really needed to you know, sort of turn things around for himself. Yeah. 
I like that uh, West wore his 45s adapter pin. Yes, he did. Oh. Is what's that what the that's other, called? And what's the other pin? Oh, the other one is for the, uh, the Bonsai Institute. What's that? Have you ever seen uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension? I can happily say no. Oh, okay. Is well, it a good movie? I like it. Uh, a lot of people wouldn't like it. It's, it's a cult movie. And I never... feel like it's like in that with the people that like Goonies. Oh, well, I, don't, I didn't care for the Goonies. That's just <laughs> well, a bunch Aaron, of kids running around you, yelling you, at the top of their lungs. You agree with Buckaroo Bonsai? Thumbs up? God, Kurt, you, have you seen it? You guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> oh my god! What's your biggest and your nerd point out? Is? What? <laughs> what, about, what nerdy movie do you like, though? You gotta like a nerdy movie. Um, Joe versus Volcano. Would you consider that a nerdy movie? Yes, yes, I would. It a terrible, movie. Aaron. Oh, terrible. It's a great movie. I don't know. I don't know a big. Is that a good movie? Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm like I'm straight down. The Aaron mid- might like every movie. <laughs> I'm straight down the middle. I wasn't a nerd. I wasn't a jock. I'm just straight down the middle. I was un, un, undefined. Let's put it unpopular way. in that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the? I just hit. I, I went to hit. Uh, I went to hit the arm on my chair. I'm on a chair without arms. Okay. I almost fell into the recording equipment. All right, what do we got next, West? Oh, okay. Well, then. Oh, I thought this was it. I thought it was, but if he wants me to play another one. No, he has this, and then I'll do a playout. Yeah. And then right. we're done. You then, stick around. Then though. we'll go out strong. Where are you going? You I got to go home. Go? I got I to I got I got coach my kids' baseball game tomorrow. What time? Oh, boy. Nine. Oh, boy. And I'm trying, I'm waiting to see if I can catch a fallout at the improv tonight. All right. Now, this is the, the, early, the early version of Radio Free Europe by REM. It's for, for first track on first the track, come down. Yep. Everyone, calm down. Is this off eponymous? Eponymous? Yeah. How do you say it? Eponymous. Eponymous? So this is a different take of the song? Yeah, this is the first uh, version of the song that they recorded. It was only ever released as a single, and then uh, the single is hard to come by. You know, they, they, you can find them for like maybe a uh, hundred bucks, yeah. the, the original copies of the single. But then when they put out this collection, IRS Records put out this collection of their stuff on the eponymous album. It's as close as they got to a greatest hits album at the time, and they put the original Hibtone version of it, and it's, I, I think it's better than the, mm-hmm. the one that's on Murmur. It I like does sound it. Good. it rocks harder. It does sound good. And I like the I like the liner notes because you get stuff like Song Driver Eight, which is one of my favorite REM songs. It says the train song from Fables with a train video to match. Yep. <laughs> Romance <laughs> written long ago with <clears throat> we won't mention his name. Just before first trip to the Northeast. Who's it written with? The one I love, the one that went to number nine on radio. <laughs> who can't we find his worst song? Another song they, from Document. They, they gained with? horns. I don't know who they wrote it with. We'll have to look it up. Well, you wouldn't say his name. Why no, would... no, that's what it's written. With er, 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 stumble. Oh, that's what's think, written. You think they wrote it with Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> <laughs> you think that's why it says that? Ah, that's. I like the back of that album cover. Look at that. It's a, they airbrushed my face. <laughs> Look at that, Michael Stipe with a nice head of hair and a smooth complexion. 
He's no Michael Hutchins. This isn't, I mean, if you're gonna want, want to give it to him, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna want to, if you're gonna want to get into REM, this is a great. This is, like you said, one of the closest to uh, uh, greatest hits. But all well, the at, songs at in there the are fantastic. Now on CD, there's like a couple of really good, uh, you know. Yeah, they tour. I saw them on one of the tours that they toured on that greatest hits in like yeah. the early 2000s. Yeah, 2003. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, I was there That's, with Wilco. With Wilco. Yes. Okay, so now, now here's here's the mystery for the ages. When they did Man on the Moon, okay, and Tony, what's his name, came out. Oh, wow! I forgot all about this. So, was that Jim Carrey, or was that Bob Zemuda? Bob Zemuda. Yeah, I don't or, know. or could it have been a stagehand? Yeah, we have yeah. no idea who it was. Yeah. I'll so. tell you this, it was unnecessary, because that Tony Clifton character sucks. <laughs> and he threw, Not a fan. He threw a cup of water at Michael Stipe, who was holding a microphone at the time. I mean, that's, you know, possible electrocution there. I'm I, sure they <laughs> talked about it beforehand. I hope so. Wes. <laughs> I saw Andy Kaufman live at Juniata College in Pennsylvania. You did not. Yes, I you did. I was told me up that. on stage with Andy Kaufman. Why wouldn't you lead off every podcast with that story? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me tell you what he did. Got to hear about the fucking time. We, we, it was like $15. And I said, to, I saw it in the paper and I said to my friends, I go, Andy Kaufman's at Juniata College tomorrow. Do you want to go? And they're like, really? I mean, yeah. We were in the front row. He asked for volunteers at one point. I ran up. Mm-hmm. He just weeded everyone out. No, sit down. No, no, no. And then he got, a, he got a girl and a guy. And then he handcuffed them together. And he goes, get out of here. And they're like, what? He's like, go. Get off my stage. Kicked them off. This is Andy Kaufman, not Tony Clifton. Sure, sure. And I was like, well, now what? And did you know them? No, I didn't know them. They were probably plants. Oh. Why else would they, he have dismissed everybody else except for these two specific people? I don't know. I, I really think he, I don't think they were plants. Would I you be able to uh, eye Bob Zamuda at the time? Mm, no, when, when Tony Clifton came out, I thought that was Andy. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was Andy. Well, sometimes it was Andy and sometimes it was so Bob Zamuda. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell because I didn't know anything about it back right. then. He had plants. He had people working with him a bunch of times. These yeah. were so, kids. And they didn't even, kids. they didn't even, it wasn't even proven that uh, him and um, uh, the wrestler from Tennessee. I'm Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler. It wasn't even proven that that was all a setup until the movie came out. That was mm-hmm. the first time they admitted that that was all a setup. Yeah. Wow. There you go. There you go. All right. There you go. Good eye. Good eye. All right. Here we go. First of all, uh, vinyl people, Carrie Scott, wish you could have flown in for this, but it it was a sausage party, so I don't know. I don't know how that would have gone over. But um, (laughs) the first three times we did this, it was all with with the ladies. I did it with April. I did it with Christy, and I did it with Dara. So now the guys got their due. We got to play our meathead rock, (laughs) right? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. All it's right. about time. It's about time middle-aged white guys got some mayor time. <laughs> <laughs> Murray, where can we find you on Twitter? Um, at Murray V on Twitter, Murray V Comedy on Instagram, Murray Valeriano fan page on Facebook, and I'm on the road all summer. All right. Oh, and uh, I wrote on the new season of BattleBots, which starts in like two weeks. All right. On the what, Science no, Channel. On the Science Channel. Speaking Who's the host of, of that? Uh, Discovery Science Channel. Who's the host Speaking of that? Speaking of nerds. Um, uh, a couple of guys. Uh, they're sports guys, so I forget their name. All right. And but Courtney Cronin also. Courtney Cronin on it. She's she got me the job. Right, um cool. God damn, what's her name? That's okay. We don't need to. Anyway, it's great. I had a lot of blood. Promo you and Courtney. That's all we Okay. Do. West, you're you're at Dr. What are you? On Twitter. <laughs> Dr. Same. West Anthony. But you're not a doctor. Nope. Not really. Why did you why no, 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 not really? <laughs> why did you why did you choose that at Dr. West Anthony? Because uh West Anthony is taken. 
and somebody's been sitting on it. It's been suspended forever, and I don't know who to write to or talk to or okay. yell at to get that name for myself. So I had to go with something, and it was either like Dr. West Anthony, Mr. West Anthony, or Sir West Anthony, and I went with doctor. All right. Well, I'm at Pat underscore Francis, because at Pat Francis is taken. We are at Rock Solid Show. Uh, for everything about the podcast, go to rocksolidpodcast.com. Find out everything you want to know there. Uh, West has given uh, given us a mono. Hold on one second. C- Chris Rose and Kenny Florian are the hosts of BattleBots. Okay, cool. Chris Rose is a baseball announcer, and Kenny Florian's a UFC champ. A- a- no. Excellent. Those guys will be very good hosts. Guys that have never hosted anything. In no, they host great. They're awesome. I this know. is like the third season. I'm sure they host a lot. Well, what if what if you now? Could you just go play baseball? No, they, they've been hosting. They started off in... Stay in your lane, guys. Chris, <laughs> Kenny was a wrestler lane. and then became a host. Conan and O'Brien has been has, a host. Forever. Conan O'Brien has a podcast right now. Can I just go have a talk show? No, stay in your lane. <laughs> do what you do. You're right. I'll, hey. give, I'll give the money back. Thank you. <laughs> uh, West is giving and donated us a mono psycho single... Music composed and conducted by Bernard Herman. So we'll be giving that away. We'll be giving away that Jeff Tate album. Who was that artist? Sturgill oh, Simpson. Sturgill Simpson, and I want it. We'll be giving that away. I can't give it to you. Why not? Because I, I got Patreon people that I win drove stuff. Out from, I drive out from the you, West Side. You got fucking pizza. You got fucking water. <laughs> got fucking soda. Got fucking coffee. I got me too'd by that dog. <laughs> See? <laughs> you got fucking dog by that dog. Uh, also, I'll probably buy a couple vinyl things and throw them in uh, for the giveaway, too, in conjunction with this episode. Uh, I want to play out with uh, a song by Electric Light Orchestra. I want to dedicate this to Dana McKissick. Dana is a, a really great friend of the show. He's a friend of mine. His brother passed this weekend, Dan. Oh, sorry, man. And I am sending Dana texts all the past two days about vinyl because I didn't know that his brother had passed. And he's answering the text mm-hmm. as if... Life's perfect. And then I go on his Facebook page and I go, oh no. And then I had to text him and go, dude, I'm so sorry. I, I had no idea. And I'm sending you questions like a jackass. So, uh, so I want to dedicate a song from ELO's Out of the Blue. It's Dana's favorite album. Uh, West and I went to see ELO with Dana. And uh, I'm just going to play Mr. Blue Sky. And we'll send this out to Dana and his family and his brother, Dan. Sorry to hear it, Dana. Yeah. So here we best. go. Mr. Blue 
find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.